0: of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: I mean, it's a court of public opinion, right? It doesn't matter about the law. It's just a matter of, you know, publicity. That's it. What's on social media and whether or not you can claim to be a victim, given that that is the environment we live on. Are you allowed to just walk out and keep your job? Mm. I'm serious. Yeah, you probably can. Sure. I mean if you can claim, you know, just uh, uh, something, it doesn't even have to be in your past. You just stand with fill in the blank uh, victim of whatever fill in the blank current outrage. That's it, Jeff. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. That's I'm, I'm so upset by this. I don't really realize what a problem this is. A woman has accused a person who may get a lifetime appointment to the supreme court do you realize I'm, that it's a lifetime appointment it is a lifetime. i don't know appointment. if you're aware of that and you know they're, they're drawing the line in the sand that's the difference you know even though his current job came with a lifetime appointment does even stop to realize that they keep saying this. It's a lifetime appointment. If he doesn't get this, he's going back. He's he goes not back to the gig. He goes back to the gig. Exactly. It's the second highest court in the land. It's not like, you. okay, we stopped this guy, and now he's going to be at That's McDonald's it. working the fryer later. It's not going on. The guy who still has a lifetime appointment, pretty good position there for him, too. Making some pretty important decisions there. Right. You know, Supreme Court only gets a fraction of them. He's he, going to rule on a lot.
2: It would have been fascinating for him to um, – While I didn't catch every word of his interview last night, uh, I missed a couple here and there. Just a few. And by that, you mean? Ah, I was watching The Voice. Okay. And it would have been interesting for him to bring that up and point that out. Him point that out. Oh, yeah. You know, like, look, uh, I'm trying to do this to clear, you know, make clear my name because I'm innocent. And my family has taken a beating. And, you know, this is, I want this, obviously I want this appointment. But most importantly, I want my name cleared and my family, uh, you know, uh, away from this. And let's not forget that uh, if somehow I don't get the uh, votes to become a Supreme Court justice, I'm still uh, a lifetime appointed judge, uh, which I'm going to go back to. So uh, we're done. I
1: stay. aside from that lifetime appointment thing you nailed the interview <laughs> right he mean, no he he said that over and over and over again of course it was it was incredible of course uh no the reason i ask about the um about if you can just walk out because i mean clearly i just want to walk out and still get paid <laughs> and stuff like that i think I we mean, all want to just be at home and get I'm paid. i'm not opposed
2: know. to that entire idea
1: i'll and tell I, you that and i'm just doing this for the audience too you're on your way to work you might want to look this up you may not have to go in today I'm just say it just double check <clears throat> Yale Law School was forced to cancel some classes because students staged a walkout to protest Kavanaugh
2: so the Yale law right. students yes see i think a protest- lot of people just
1: want time off they could say they're you're you're a law what get back to class what are you doing
2: plus you're protesting something that is going against i don't know the law Huh, what was that, Jeff? You're going against something that I don't know goes against the law,
1: right? This is this is like uh, people in, in chef school saying, "I'm protesting food. <laughs> I I'm walking won't out." Use onions. Listen, unless you ban food, I'm not going back to That's class. It. What are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense. So they they all dressed in black, and then they staged their walkout, and then they had a sit-in. Jeff, this is really just lazy, middle-class that's guys. Right.
2: That's really, I think that's, you're right.
1: Dressing uh, you're in right. black, walking out of work, and staging a sit-in.
2: These are like the laziest protests ever. I need involved in this. Well, we've said all along, uh, many times, where what the protesters, how do they, you know, don't they have jobs? I mean, the reason that we don't, and we obviously we're not going to protest even if we had the time, but if we had the time. And there was something that we cared enough about to go and protest and hold signs and yell and holler and scream. That's when you would do it when you weren't, I don't know, earning a living. Listen, I don't, I've realized I'm never going to get what I want. I mean, I'm, I'm
1: having this realization. I'm at that point in my life. Oh, no,
2: baby. Come on. I'm right wrong. there. I'm what's realizing. What's I mean, look around. I mean, career here, wise, baby. life wise, I mean, we all what's get to that us? point, right? Long time to, ago, my
1: friend. Right. And you're just like, so what am I fighting all this for? I'm just trying to get in the sweetest gravy train here possible. And this sounds pretty good. Dress it in black so I don't have to
2: make decisions. It's slimming. Um, well, but my point is right. So these college students who obviously aren't paying their own way. No. If they were paying their own way, they'd be in class. Sure. Because it would be important to them. Right. Because I'm paying for this crap.
1: Right. <laughs> Aside from the walk-in, the only thing that could make this better if it was a rolling out where they said, sit in this chair and we'll roll you out and have the sit-in. I like that. I Is there TV well. around? Can, can you stop and let me grab a slice on the way out? I mean, Good. it's a walkout you have a sit-in to demand a full investigation of sexual assault that they allege uh, against uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Can we Cavanaugh. get a
2: chair sponsor for this walkout? That's right. <laughs> now, the Yale Law School dean spoke on oh, this. Oh, no. Look, we appreciate, we, let's see. The Yale Law <laughs> School dean. Um. We understand that people care so much about a particular uh, particular case that they want to uh, they want to make their thoughts and feelings known. So we want to be able to give our students an opportunity to have their say. And so we're going, you know, we're going to let this uh, go and they'll be able to make up their classes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm,
1: no, not so much. Really? I mean, it was a little of that, but um, yeah, the Yale Law School Dean, Heather Gherkin. Why you say it like,
2: why you say it like that? I I'm mean,
1: just, I'm pausing so you can make sure to make a note Heather of her Gherkin. name. No, I got it. She's, she's going places, baby. You can't stop her. Heather Gherkin. Just like come the, a long way. Just like the pickle. Yeah. Heather Gherkin. She said, <laughs> I'm not jerking you about Heather Gherkin. I'm not. It's That's yeah, her continue. name. Yeah, no, I okay. Yeah. Like the pickle. Yeah, I said that. And it's a woman. She's the Dean law. You can't stop her. <laughs> she said the allegations of sexual misconduct against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh are rightly causing deep concern at Yale Law School and across the country. Okay. Deeply. Okay. Rightly. As dean, I cannot take a position on the nominee, but I am proud of the work our community is doing to engage with these issues, and I stand with them in supporting the importance of fair process, the rule of law, and the integrity of the legal
2: system. Fair process. Yes. Not due process. Right. Mm -hmm. fair process and the rule of law and the integrity of the legal system everything's got to be
1: fair yeah uh yale you should be ashamed of yourself i've said this is the dean of your law school this is what you've become you've become fair when the dean of the law school because you got two things there it's the, uh, the dean of a school Number two, it is the school of law. So first of all, if and the one dean, that's
2: supposed to that has been uh, you know accolades around the oh, world. Oh, it's forever. It. Harvard,
1: Harvard and, right. and, and Yale Law. That's top. Wrong there, right? Um, she should first of all have said as dean shut your hole and know your role <laughs> get back to class we're done here this is a school no hey you're free to sit out there and do whatever you want or whatever but this is counting against
2: your performance
1: when for you the get, day when, sorry when you don't Everyth-
2: have when you don't have class do what you want do what you want to do but
1: when we have class you're expected to be there because you know what uh, still unfortunately for you guys the rest of the world is not going to wait for you to have a walk out somewhere else as much as i would like that you know what, if you're supposed to be in the courtroom on a certain day, the judge is going to go, oh, they felt triggered by Brett Kavanaugh, so just walked out. And what about the clients that you'll likely serve in the future? People depending upon you for their, their legal future. Some of them facing some pretty tough things down the road. Uh, are you just going to walk out one day because you're triggered? Oh, yeah. So the yes. dean, the, yes. de- the dean should say, get back to class. And as far as the law goes, she should lay out what the law actually is and say, while you may be triggered by Brett Kavanaugh, guess what? The law has due process. There's a system in the criminal justice. Not a fair process? No, not a fair process. Due process in the criminal justice system. And, of course, justice is supposed to be blind. So if you have allegations against Brett Kavanaugh, whoever you are, or anybody else, bring them. And guess what? The police will investigate the prosecutors will prosecute or not. A judge will rule and it is over. Done. That's how it works. Amazing. So I just want to clarify in case I can walk out at any point today. Oh, and good news surrounding Brett Kavanaugh. Good news. We have now heard from Mia Farrow. From Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow, okay. right. Because Ron and her son helped break the, the second. Uh, um, third, second. No, he was the second. Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah, that was his. But yeah, we don't know who the third is yet. Avenatti said uh, within 48 oh, right, hours. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Avenatti said, um, let's see, his uh, client will come forward within 48 hours in a, uh, f- this is actually a filmed on-camera interview with his client. He said she has previously I'm done even work with. to
2: show up? We're not going to see her? Is this going to be a, a, a video, a mm-hmm. YouTube video? Well, that'll
1: be the first step.
2: I'm sure there's, there's hearings coming. She'll
1: be there. But anyways, he said she's done work with the State Department, the U.S. Mint, and the Department of Justice. So she's been granted multiple security clearance, he said. He said, he said the GOP oh, and okay. others better be very careful in trying to suggest she's not credible.
2: So see that? Okay. All right, then. Because, and for, oh, who say we're not credible? She's a female. She's believed. That's right. Exactly. He
1: doesn't obviously understand how things uh, work. Right. But it was back to Mia Farrow. She uh, tweeted out uh, and another thing is painfully clear. <laughs> That's her tweet. <laughs> and another thing. That's funny. Painfully clear. All over again, Clarence Thomas has no business on the Supreme Court. He should resign. Wait. Wait, what? Clarence Thomas. She he should resign. Okay. Anita Hill, don't
2: you remember? No, I do remember. Do you yeah, remember the I Coke do can. And the I do whole remember. Thing? I thought we were already way past that. He
1: should resign. Jeffy, I mean, we live in
2: a new age and it's time for him to be held accountable for his actions. Right, I'm going to break another story. We've got another female that had a pubic hair on a Coke <laughs> can again. See, here's the thing. Mia may be missing one important thing here. See, if he
1: resigns, she may see that as a little victory. But if he resigns, um Trump gets to pick somebody to replace him. huh? So it's not like you're you're picking huh. another Sotomayor or kagan that's that's not coming to help you out here. No, it is not. So, in fact, it would if they could pick somebody in the vein of Clarence Thomas just as good, but happens to be thirty years younger, let's go. Please, Clarence. (laughs) There's actually speculation. The rumors are that he's talked with people about resigning so Trump would get a pick if he could be ensured that it was somebody conservative, that he might be done. Because he wants wants to retire, just go
2: to Nebraska football games.
1: Right, that's it. So, I mean, you might be missing something there,
2: sweetie. It's not a bad idea. All right. So they're just hanging, I mean, uh, RBG is just hanging on for... uh, by the fingernails, right? I mean she's just Oh yeah. She should have retired a long time ago. There's no way she's going anywhere. You
1: know they got multiple people standing just off off stage with the paddles. Oh man, she is still alive. It is fully charged she all is still time. You know, There's no waiting for it to charge. It's the whole time and at any clear I was just sleeping.
2: I, I was just sleeping. sleeping. I was just okay, I'm, okay. I'm <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> we didn't know, we weren't sure. Sorry. Just, okay, we're good to go. Just ah boy Okay, okay, she's Get the mirror, hold night. it up. And, okay, I think uh, okay, you got we're it fine, there. We're fine. I'm not sure that works. Out. I'm not sure how much air she actually expels even <laughs> if she is breathing. But no, that's why right you there. just,
2: that's why you just, she started that head going down.
1: Oh, yeah, you're just right there. I think they have a smaller version of it, too, that's just a.
2: Yeah, it's a little wand.
1: Is that what it is? It just, just a, you know who my long shot is? My dark horse, though. Because, I mean, clearly, she's, you know, she's the first to go out there. But my dark horse is Kagan. And she's one of the younger ones. She is, but. She does not look healthy. No, she does not. You take a look at her, she does not look healthy. She's got something going on there. So that's the one to watch. That'll be the surprise one. That's not a bad bet. You're going to get a long shot in your death pool for Kagan. That's going to be a long
2: shot. Not a bad bet. But that's a good one. (laughs) I got to go through there, see if if there's another bet in there, because that's possible.
1: Yes, uh, she will not be on the Supreme Court in 20 years. I know that. There's, she will not be, there's no Kagan. way Kagan. Right. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. I'll be shocked. She's there in 10. So she's the one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last night, um, Kavanaugh gave a, uh, an interesting interview with Fox news and I have, it's Martha. out with Martha McCallum. Is that her name? Martha McCallum? Yes. The blonde on Fox news. Oh yeah. That one. <laughs> the blonde, you know, it's Martha. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah and it was you did not watch every word of it though Oh, right? I, I missed a couple uh, pieces I missed of little
2: pieces like from the uh-huh. just the where it started yes and then i missed some piece as, in the middle where, there when, where it went and, then right, up while, it ends. and then right at the
1: fortunately end. for you jeffy i have some clips and oh, nice. uh, really interesting stuff now we're gonna play the entire thing but i do have a couple of clips and we'll get to those coming up next on this the morning blaze
0: the morning blaze inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, so
1: we have some clips of Kavanaugh being interviewed last night on Fox News, and I found it pretty interesting. And I actually started feeling really bad for Kavanaugh. I don't think we spent enough time talking about having your name, um, you know, dragged through the mud. Because uh, I mean, I've I've assumed that there was something, just nothing that is of significance. You're at a party again. It's the timeless art of seduction. Do you push it? I expected it was. Something very mild like that. And even if it was something, as we've said over and over again, there's a process and you are innocent until proven guilty. But what if? What if he is completely innocent that he'd never actually met her? And not only is your future something. I mean, this is a pretty big deal. Imagine you're about to be confirmed for the Supreme Court of the United States. That is an amazing honor. I mean, that is the career pinnacle. Yeah. Yeah. And you're there. But forget the career for a moment. And just imagine having, you know, uh, we've all been accused at some time in our life of something we didn't do. And it's so frustrating. You're like, I didn't do it. No kidding. Right. Every time. Or it's frustrating when they catch you, too. But that's a different story. But imagine for a moment being accused of this. And your name is drugged through the mud all over. And it's over. And all these, they believe her. She's the victim. She's the one that gets the attention and the sympathy. And this guy's like, I didn't do anything. Hey, I just yep. imagine that for a moment. and I first started feeling bad for him about halfway through the interview because the guy got a little a little choked up and it was you had to really you know watch for it there. It's not like he was hoo and right. but right. there was a moment you could see this was really bothering him not being believed. I mean it was
2: look, really frustrating. and not only that you think about okay, so he's taking a beating but I mean I know that uh, I know that uh, uh, Ford is concerned for his safety right and uh, so is he and his family but uh, yeah i mean his family's was taking
1: a beating all right so here's the first clip uh, they asked him one by one of the the various allegations there are of course three right now dr ford and then ramirez, ramirez and then the unnamed michael avenatti client that should be coming out in the next day or so so the first one they asked about ford have you ever met her she went down the list of allegations listen to his response here
4: I I have never had any sexual or physical activity with Dr. Ford. I've never sexually assaulted anyone in high school or otherwise. So
5: where do you think this is coming from? Why would she make this up?
4: What I know is the truth. And the truth is I've never sexually assaulted anyone in high school or otherwise. I'm not questioning and have not questioned that perhaps Dr. Ford at some point in her life was sexually assaulted by someone in some place. But what I know is I've never sexually assaulted anyone in high school or at any time in So when in my she life. says
5: there's no doubt in her mind that it was you, because she was asked that, is it possible that you maybe confused him, maybe it's mistaken identity, maybe it was someone else. She said, absolutely not.
4: I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I was not at the That's party described. I was not anywhere, at any place <laughs> resembling that in the summer of 1982. Okay, did you catch it? Now, they obviously coached
1: him. You have to do that. He kept going back to, I've never done this. I've never done this. Several times throughout the interview, she asked him, you know, what? What is what is the motivation? Why do you I mean, think like they're doing they're this? Doing whatever. That. And he would not. One time, he kind of stumbled at the end and said, I don't know. But several times, she asked various versions of that. And he always ignored the question and went to. I didn't do this, yeah. blah, blah, blah blah, something like this. Because as soon as you get into the the motivations, it starts spiraling into political. And he was careful several times to say that these women, it's not that he's saying, uh, I'm saying that they didn't do, that's, that they didn't go through this. I'm saying I didn't, I didn't, do, didn't
2: this do this, it. basically. Yeah. And, Which is even, I mean... Um, <laughs> Because otherwise, they're like, you don't believe women. Right. Well, what's his face from Minnesota, right? When he, when he, I don't remember it that way.
1: Right. They have, that was the standard back then. Right. Yeah. They don't want to say that the women are lying or accuse them of misremembering because then the pressure's on them. And they, again, you're beating up on the victim. Yeah. Well, he's the victim too. So she gets to Ramirez. The details of this, the, the allegations are bizarre to say the least. So the quick version, cleaning it up a bit. Ramirez says that when she was in her first year at law, uh, law, uh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the two of them with a bunch of other people were at a party. And she said during the party, uh, they were, there was a drinking game. She got liquored up, ended up on the floor in a foggy state. She said, correct. So are saying you're in a foggy state. I mean, it's everything's over then at that point, if you're drinking to the point where you end up on the floor in a foggy state, Anything that you say is filtered through. You were drunked up. I cannot trust you at all. It doesn't matter if it's her, and it may have actually happened. Well, there's gaps, but there's there's gaps gaps in your memory. You end up with it's. You are not going to remember things
2: properly. It's just not going to happen. So. So you're doing some that. drinking when you have gaps too by the way let's let's clear that up for a little bit You're yeah, not just uh yeah, i'm sorry you are liquored up you I are there are there are plenty of of times when human beings are drunk yeah and you know things get uh, you know you don't remember things the way they actually were mm-hmm. but when you start having gaps yeah um, that's that's some serious
1: alcohol. Yeah, you cannot trust somebody's account of something. Man, woman, about anything. It's just not, not right. true. Got to take it with a grain of salt. So she said that uh, she had been drinking there and ended up uh, in a foggy state on the floor slurring her words. She said a couple of guys came up and pointed a fake phallus at her. Yes, correct. Pointed, not shaked, wiggled, anything. And then at some point, a third student that was there, that she identified as Brett Kavanaugh, came up to her and pointed his actual phallus at her. Yes. She said, he kind of thrust it in there and she kind of pushed him away. And she said, although she doesn't remember much, she knows she didn't want him to do that. Right. Because she didn't want to touch a penis until she got married. Okay, there you go. She knows she didn't. I don't remember anything, but I know I didn't want to touch a penis that night. I know I did not want
2: to. So bad. <sighs> anyway, and didn't she? Isn't that part of the story where she, as she was going away, she remembered oh, there someone it is. hollering. That How name did or she whatever? know it was
1: Brett Kavanaugh? She didn't yes. recognize him. It's yeah, not like they did a phallus lineup.
2: She's claiming that it was Brett who. Uh, took out his his personal item, his very own Mr. personal Mr. Johnson item, made an appearance, according and, to her. And uh, was uh, showing it to her. Yes. Uh, she wasn't sure that that was Brett Kavanaugh. And here, how, does after, right? how does she know? How does she know? Because when she was running away, or pu- after she pushed him away, someone said that that was Brett Kavanaugh. Yes. She said right? she
1: overheard somebody go, like kind of laughing, oh my gosh, yeah. Brett
2: Kavanaugh just stuck his penis
1: in whatever, right. Ramirez's yeah, yeah. face. Like that, right. Yeah, okay. So she doesn't remember who it was. It was just a person. She doesn't even remember. The first one she said was a fake phallus. The second one was real. But it could have been the same guy. It could have been real. It could have been fake. All of them could have been real. All of them could have been fake. You don't know. And the only evidence that she even has is somebody said Brett Kavanaugh uh, did this. She remembers that. During her drunken state still. It's not even the next day that somebody said, oh, hey, I felt bad when Brett did that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's her story. This is what it's hindering on. She's the credible witness. Meanwhile, Brett Kavanaugh and everybody else says, listen, he wasn't having many parties with us. I don't remember him at any of these things. And they're all denying. And everybody, she never said
2: anything to even anyone. Even the people
1: that Ford identified and said was at the party say, no, no. it wasn't there. It didn't happen. No. You're misremembering. You know, what, what, what they got to him? all oh, come on this is clearly a witch hunt all right i'm gonna to get to his response on the ramirez allegations coming up next on the morning blaze
0: the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network The Morning Blaze with Doc
1: Thompson. All right, here's Brett Kavanaugh responding to the claims made by Ramirez. Here we go, Brett
5: Kavanaugh. After six days, she's confident enough, she says. Should the American people view her as credible?
4: I never did any such thing. Never did any such thing. Mm -hmm. The other people alleged to be there don't recall any such thing. Mm -hmm. If such a thing had happened, it would have been the talk of campus. The women I knew in college and the men I knew in college says it's inconceivable that I could have done such a thing. And the New York Times has reported that just last week, the person making the accusation was calling other classmates, saying she was not sure that I had done this. Again, again, just asking for a fair process where I can be heard and I can defend my integrity.
1: Okay, Hold it right there one second. So that's his other message that he says over and over again. Fair process, defend my the name, defend my honor, that type of thing. Right. Credibility. Uh, and the family as well. He, those are the messages over and over. Listen.
5: As you say, um, other Yale classmates were asked by her if they recalled the incident and told some of them that she couldn't be certain that Mr. Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. So she appears to be expressing some uncertainty. Given the doubts, are you surprised that The New Yorker published this account?
4: I'm not going to comment on the New Yorker's journalistic practices. The New York Times said they could not corroborate this story and said that the person making the accusation had been calling around last week to other classmates indicating her uncertainty about whether I had ever done such a thing. Again, I'm just asking for a fair process where I can be heard and defend my integrity and defend my family's integrity. There was
5: one roommate, I think his last name was Roche, uh, who said you know, that he could see this kind of thing happening, that you drank a lot in high school, drank a lot in college, and um, although he hadn't seen or heard this incident himself, that it added up Ready? to him, that that it made sense that you treated women that way.
4: I've always treated women with dignity and respect. <laughs> he does not corroborate the incident Talking at all. point. Talking point back uh, to it. Well, and I you mean, understand. That's what he has to
1: do. Right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But it's, it's, I feel bad for him. Right. That he has to go there's back no, to it. Yeah. There's no, it, if he, if he, any, any
2: deviation.
1: Yep. Got him. Got him. That's it. Well, and he did make uh, one little uh, faux pas, I think. He said, um, and this was after several times of being asked, and it's not even Martha's fault. She's not. You know the questions aren't exact. I mean, she's no, getting she a sounds like
2: she's doing a pretty fair job. She she did. She's trying to trying to at least mm-hmm. get him past those talking points.
1: Right. She she did a good job, and he did. I mean,
2: for at what some it is. point, look, at some point mm-hmm. when you're interviewing something men like, like this, it, yeah. uh, guys like uh, Obama and Trump, mm-hmm. and we, guys that have their their main talking points, mm-hmm. and they keep going. Right. When you when you're interviewing them. And you hear people, and you think to yourself, well, why didn't they ask him this? Or they started to dig down on that. But at some point, you realize they're not going to give you that. Right. There's no
1: point in It's just badgering, and it's uncomfortable. It's not going to happen. Right, right. It's
2: time to move on to something
1: else. Something else, else and you go, yeah, it's funny. So she she kept asking him. And at one point, there was one little, what I think was probably a slip-up. They had to have told him not to say this. And he goes, uh, something to the effect of, you know, listen, we've all done things that we regret things Ooh. we shouldn't have done type of thing and it, have? and it was it was very benign the way he said it was was not like uh-oh it right. was a like this but they are going to dig and that well, is going to be I all mean, over social media that's what, that's
2: what he says to his kids right we've all done things that we right regret, you say
1: that you now no those things words. could be i i said a cross word to a friend right. it right. could be something like that and that's how he meant it. And it was, again, very subtle, very benign. It wasn't the, uh-oh, there's something. She came back and even brought that up towards the end and cleaned it up. But that is going to be the piece you see all over the leftist media today. You'll you'll see that piece. Let's move on to number three, the allegations from uh, Avenatti's anonymous client. At the this YouTuber. Point. Yeah, and this was <clears throat> this was the person who, the allegations here are they're getting more and more bizarre. So first, Ford just said, okay, he threw me down and
2: hopped on. Right? That was right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pinned me to the floor. Clothes on type thing. Okay. No, well, Ford was, uh, they were in the separate bedroom, right, and with uh, with his buddies. Right,
1: but the he clothes. he jumped
2: on her. But the clothes were on. Clothes were on. There was no fondleage. And They then, tried, yeah. Right, and then uh, her, the friend jumped on top. And they tumbled off the right. bed or whatever. She it was. she was on. able to escape. Escape, right ramirez
1: though was he actually took out his willy and showed it to me right there right hey, so okay that ratchets it up just it a does. bit there yes it does okay avenatti's client says that he was a part of or around people who took part in gang rapes of women where they would ply them with alcohol and drugs. And that the men would line up in train-like fashion and one after the other have sex with women against their will. I mean, think Jodie Foster on the pinball machine in The Accused. That's what what this person is alleging. So, I mean, this just gets worse and worse. When she got to this point, when Martha asked him about this, you could see this is where he's really getting upset. You know, it's one thing to say, okay, there was a misunderstanding in the timeless art of seduction when you're in high school and playing around, but it's another thing to say that you took part in gang rapes. This is off the charts. He gets really upset. He's very pointed. This is outrageous. And then you could hear him get just a little bit choked up. It's a little more obvious in the, with the video, but listen, okay
5: publicly did you ever participate in or were you ever aware of any gang rape that happened at a party that you attended
4: that's totally false and outrageous never done any such thing known about any such thing when I was in high school uh, and I went to all boys Catholic high school a Jesuit high school where I was focused on academics and athletics going to church every Sunday at Little Flower Uh, working on my service projects and friendship, friendship with my fellow classmates and friendship with girls from the local all-girls Catholic schools. And yes, there were parties. And the drinking age was 18. And yes, the seniors were legal and had beer there. And yes, people might have had too many beers on occasion, and people generally in high school, I think all of us have probably done things we look back on in high school see, and regret one. or cringe a bit. But I, that's not what we're talking about. Right. Or cringe. Okay, oh, now know. hold on That's not one what I'm second. talking about.
1: Right, right. Then he goes, out oh, that's not what I'm talking about. Right, exactly. So you see what I mean? It's very benign. It's whatever. But that's yes. how they're going to spin this is an aha, admitted that we've all done things
4: wrong, right? Now we have. Douche. OK, here we are. Allegation of sexual assault. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I did not have sexual intercourse or anything close to sexual intercourse in high school or for many years thereafter. And the girls uh, from the schools I went to and I uh, were so friends. So you're saying
5: that all through all these years that are in question, you were a virgin? That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in high school. Correct. And through what years in college? Since we're probing into your personal many life years, many years. Wow.
4: Many years after, I'll leave it at that. Many years after. And- that's. Um, does that help his case?
1: Does it paint him as um, more innocent?
2: It helps his case with people who are already on his side. Oh, good point. Yeah. That's uh, good point. The the people who are against him are going to work harder to prove that he lied about being a virgin. <laughs>
1: Right, you're gonna have women coming through. Hey, he paid me fourteen dollars. Right, right? And you're gonna yeah. get all that stuff. He and was
2: number so There's no gaps in my memory. He was number sixteen on the train. That's right. They'll up. say it,
1: they'll claim he had sex. All of this stuff. Right. All right. One more clip um, from the interview. It's it's a short clip, but I just want to get to it again. Martha paused it and is like, "What's what's behind all this? Then what's
4: you know?" Here it is years i've been coaching girls basketball is as it, the moms is the fourth go- okay, coach. so
5: what do you think is happening what's happening
4: i don't know but i want i want a fair process where i can defend my integrity and, and i know i'm telling the truth back to the i know my lifelong record and I'm not going to let false accusations drive me out of this process. I have faith in God, and I have faith in the fairness of the American people. America is about fairness, and hearing from both sides. And those are all. I didn't do this or anything resembling this. These are. This is wrong. Okay, hold on. he, I mean-
1: he got to the point. He's like, "How
2: many times do I have to say this? Yeah. How many times I'd say it?" So. I- <clears throat> Look, I feel bad for the guy. I I do too. Look, we've all but the the and 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 I know that I'm I look at things and shed negative light on a few things from time mm-hmm. to time. So I mean I want to believe him. But at the same time, we've all been lied to before on TV like that. Could he be lying I guess. Oh, he
1: could be. He could absolutely I be lying. Guess. She could be lying, they could both be lying, neither could be lying. I, I mean, guess. it's
2: you think people? You think he could be? I don't know. I thought it's possible up until the virgin part, right? The virgin part, then you're you're pretty telling. He's laying down the mm-hmm. law now. He's saying, "Look, I, mm-hmm. you can you can say all this stuff, but it's not true because I there's no way I didn't have sex with anyone." Mm-hmm.
1: That's a pretty strong argument. Well, that is. That is. All right, uh, I have a little more audio to play. Not of the Kavanaugh thing, but it kind of has to do with the Kavanaugh thing. And it's uh, Ted,
2: Cruz oh, Ted Cruz at dinner in D.C. Ted Cruz at dinner in D.C. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Could you could you do this? Could you I just smile d- and walk it away the way Ted handled it? It depends because this is the way they've been handling it. Oh, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. People. And, and, and we've said that you, you have to handle it this way because he was times he was confronted.
1: Happened. Just, so you know, he was confronted by a bunch. We'll get of protesters, to it. Right. So, Relax. they are going to hear the audio. Too. They're going to see the video. Relax. Go ahead. So, how do you handle it? <laughs> could you? Could you do it? Well, did you see the? I don't think I could. Did you see the clip last week of Ted Cruz being confronted uh, by a woman whose uh, daughter was killed in Texas at a sh- school shooting
2: at the at, for the at the uh, uh, at the debate or
1: whatever? No, this was just like the day before the debate. He was uh, he was having a little speechifying session out there, and it oh, was a tight right. it was, room. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of in the round. It was all around, oh. and the closest people were just a couple of feet away from him. He was. I mean, so. It's not like somebody yelling in an auditorium right. from the back. The reason I bring that he's up. He's usually pretty good. With, same scenario. How do you handle these? You've got to be very careful. Because he's usually pretty good at that, though. He was, and he handled it pretty well. But I had that debate. It's interesting you say, how do you handle this? Depends on the scenario. If they catch you off guard, all bets are off. I know. It'd be very easy to slip up and handle things wrong because you're in the public eye. Boy, no
2: kidding. And then it's, and. and 18 phones are filming.
1: Oh, yeah, you know so that. It'd be that's real viral. easy to screw this up.
2: That's viral.
1: It also depends on what they say and what they do, because it's going to be real easy to trigger me. If they if they uh, approach the kids, my wife, something like that. And that's the one place Ted gets a little testy here when they kind of block his wife. Yeah. So, first of all, Ted and his wife in D.C. stepping out for dinner, uh, walk into a restaurant. They're sitting down at the table, and a group of, I don't know, half a dozen uh, protesters protesting Kavanaugh start yelling at him and they're filming. And the one lady just keeps berating them while they're sitting down. He's oh, taking it's his jacket off. It's just agonizing. They kind of ignore it. Okay. Where is the maitre d here?
2: It's a restaurant. Come on, people, you gotta go. Get, right. Get
1: the maitre d. I mean, I'm not going back to the maitre d doesn't handle this. Right. I may leave at that point because you can't, your customers cannot do that. The maitre d, the manager needs to go get out. All right, now. We're done, we're done. I'm calling the police. We're done. You're, We're you're out. Let's right, go. exactly. You, gave, you made your point. Get out. Let's go. Right. And I start getting really forceful with them as well. I mean, serious, as much as you can. Uh, yeah. And in fact, I'm at a certain restaurant yeah, in D.C. That. that are frequented by those places. I may start having security. I mean, it, this is reprehensible. It is. Uh, you know what? I, I, I agree with you. And 100%. I have no problem holding politicians accountable. You want to say something there in a public place or whatever? This is not a public place. This is a restaurant. It's a private place.
2: Well, right. Sorry. And you had your shot. We gave you a shot of hollering and doing your little your little filming, so you can post it to your Instagram account. Right. And let's move on. Let's, let's go. go. Let the man eat his dinner with his wife.
1: Handles it well. They're there a couple of minutes, still yelling at him. Finally, they let's it. Let's All go. Right, we're out. We're out of here. They stand up and walk out. That'll be the second clip as they leave. Here's clip number one as it starts to roll out. Here. We go. We survivors.
6: survivors. We need survivors. survivors.
3: I'd we love to talk survivors. to you about we Brett Brexit tonight. We survivors. Survivors. I'm a we constituent. I'd love
1: to know what your Hold vote is going to be. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, have a seat. Uh, what are you having? I'd love to talk to you. Uh, I have an office. I have several of them. Several of them in Texas and in D.C. I have one. Uh, by the way, she says she's a constituent. Is she really a constituent in D.C. Right? And saying she's the only she's yeah. a constituent of Ted Cruz is if she is a Texas resident. Now it's possible, possible that she is a
2: constituent, could be of someone.
1: But the way they roll, she that. and some others, um, it was either this clip or one I've heard recently where they're screaming the American people are are. I think she says, maybe even in this clip, something about the American people. No, the American people don't necessarily get to hear from Ted Cruz. The people of Texas do. Right. Thank and you. there's the He's difference. responsible to us. Yes, exactly. Ted Cruz does not answer to the people of Walla Walla, Washington or Florida or no, anywhere else not. outside the borders of Texas. Sorry. I understand that they're all part of the process. There's nothing wrong with that, but... It is about somebody representing you. So listen a little
3: more. We believe survivors. We we believe survivors. survivors. We believe I know that you're very survivors.
5: close friends we with survivors. Mr. Canada. Survivors, We believe, and do believe survivors. survivors, we believe
3: survivors. We, do you believe survivors, sir? Please don't touch me. Do you believe in survivors. survivors? We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. Senator, I have a right we to know
1: what you're... Hold your it one second. Back that up. Just a couple seconds. And we believe survivors is what they're chanting. Um, Yes, I believe actual survivors. The point is, we don't know if Ford, Ramirez, or the undaved lady are actually survivors. That's the reason you have this process. We don't know. How do you, of course, once you know somebody's a survivor, Jeff, I survived uh, being in a fire two years ago. Great. Oh. Why would I lie about that? And by the way, you see the video, and here's the scars and the whatever. Right. Okay, great. That's a survivor, survivor of sexual assault. Wonderful. If you're actually a survivor, and how do we know? Well, sometimes it's
2: obvious, sometimes it's less obvious, but there's a criminal justice system. And there is a process so that if you were actually assaulted, you would go through that process exactly. from the very beginning.
1: I do not believe automatically uh, the uh, allegation that you are a survivor, the the statement that you are a survivor, nor should we. I mean, if you want to hear it out and investigate, fine. Here we go, a little more. <laughs>
5: Senator, I have a we right to know in what in your survivors. position is
3: we on right Kavanaugh.
5: We believe God bless survivors. you, ma'am. We bless you as well. Survivors. I really we appreciate you. I'm a survivor of sexual we assault, ma'am. Survivors. You? We we believe I believe survivors. all survivors. We believe
3: survivors. There are now three people survivors. who have come we forward survivors. and who have we said that Brett Kavanaugh has attacked them. I know we that you're close friends
5: with him. Did you talk to survivors. him about that? we Can you talk, talk to him about his position? We believe survivors.
3: We believe survivors. We believe, survivors. we believe survivors. We get right, now, okay.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: now, then, now and, is the time to get about. Right, and they finally stand up with their jackets back on. to get out, and
2: Ted's <laughs> trying to get out, and I'll post it here on my Twitter. She account, believes all Jeffy, survivors. MRA in a little bit. You're gonna post it. But that? I like yeah. the I like the uh, the opportunity where the you know the major she happens to be there to help Ted. out. He's standing there the whole time, just looking Happen at him to be there to help Ted out. Just slack jawed. Uh, uh, Ted and the wife. I was gonna let him out the side door, then he can't open it. Uh, maybe that's the problem. Maybe he needs a new job. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm not saying sexually assaulted,
1: but the guys with her need to be assaulted.
2: We believe, survivors. They they we absolutely need survivors. to have somebody uh, open hand survivors.
1: slap them. <laughs> just right there. Just <sighs> knock it off. So Stop it bad. They believe survivors. We she believes believe all survivors. survivors. Here's uh, the thing. I have a right to know, Senator. No, you don't. I believe Ted Cruz actually believes all survivors. I believe that as well. Once he knows they are actually survivors. Kavanaugh, I believe most of the world actually believes survivors. All right. I got to get a break. And then we have the clip of Ted exiting the restaurant, which gets really funny. After he's gone, they don't stop. A little bit more coming up next on the Morning Blaze. It up.
0: You're waking up to the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right,
1: second clip now. Uh, Ted Cruz and his wife leaving the restaurant to D.C. and the people still keep We believe survivors. We believe. Listen to this. Survivors.
3: We believe survivors. 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 Beto be- be- be. be- 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 is way hotter survivors. than you, dude. Be- we be- be- survivors.
1: Be- hold on, hold on. Somebody, somebody says to him, like laughing, uh, Beto O'Rourke is way, Man, hotter, way than hotter than you, do. Than
2: you dude. Isn't, okay, they're, they're talking te- about sexual say, assault?
1: Right, exactly. And there's a guy standing there about a foot from t- uh, Ted Cruz with his middle finger up kind of in, in his face the whole time. We
2: believe survivors. Okay, little we bit believe more. Believe we, we, believe believe
3: we, believe we believe
2: survivors.
3: David was way hotter than you, dude. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. We believe survivors. God bless you, Okay, hold
1: on one second. By the way, what they're doing could be considered assault. Remember, most of the time when we say assault, we mean battery. Assault can be telling somebody to f off, a verbal assault. Assault is is verbal. That's where that's it starts. True. It, you it, say a lot of people do.
2: Assault and battery. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. So I mean flipping him off. If we recognize what that means, technically that's assault. It is. All right, a little bit more. We, we believe
3: survivors.
5: We believe survivors.
1: Okay, he has already exited now. He has exited the restaurant. He's he's out. And they're still chanting this inside. <laughs>
3: Believe oh, no. We believe survivors! We, we, the we believe survivors! We believe racist, anti-gay! We believe We're survivors! We believe survivors! He's gone. We believe, we believe survivors! Leave the
4: premises. It's a private
5: space. How do you support Kavanaugh? Ted Cruz and Brett Kavanaugh are best friends!
1: Okay. Nah, you gotta go now you got to go I'm just. Zachary, I'm just having a steak. I'm just. All <laughs> oh, man, I'm Just having a steak. That's and, all. Right.
2: If you're there. Oh. And I mean, if you are actually just the, <coughs> another patron, another customer. I'm getting ticked. Yes. I'm getting ticked and I'm taking
1: it out of management. I mean, at, not all of it, because I understand it's not completely their fault. But if these people are in there more than a minute or so until they can start kicking them out, uh, I'm getting pissed. Yes. I'm leaving. Sorry, I don't want any part of that nonsense. No kidding. And, and, and if it goes on too garbage, long, I'm going to start engaging with them. I'm going to start, if I'm not Ted Cruz, because I'm going to start giving them the business. Right. Then Ted Cruz and Brett Kavanaugh are best friends. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ted
2: Cruz and Brett are best friends.
1: They used to ride the train together
2: all the time. We believe survivors. Oh, Please my gosh. Ted's just, what? God bless you. We're out. Have a nice day. This makes me miss Shia LaBeouf.
1: Right. What was his little? Where, where is he at now? What was his chair? We haven't heard him from him in a while. I don't know. They must have him under wraps, or is back in his meds. We were doing regular Shia LaBeouf dates every day. Yeah, there's something going on, and it's been months and months. He's been quiet, he's so gonna,
2: he's got to be in some kind of yeah facility.
1: He went where? Oh, that's right. He will not divide us. He will not divide us. He will not divide us.
2: We believe survivors. We believe survivors. He will not divide us. He's, he still may be doing that in whatever facility he's in.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. And he was rocking back and forth yeah. with it, too. Yeah. Which, by the way, saying that kind of divides us. I'm just saying. Really? It out there. It's just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. All right. Hey, uh, get the tweets in with the hashtag What I Learned Today. It's at JeffyMRA at Doc Thompson Show. And we'll get to those, uh, some of those coming up. Uh, Jeffy has been derelict in his duty. By uh, not getting the to the tweets. That's your duty to get to those tweets there. Normally, I, he's just derelict. I just tweeted. But today, he is derelict in his duties of tweeting. You, tweet. you got to read some. You got to share some of them. You got to get them on the air, broadcast. You think they're watching? They're listening to this broadcast uh, because they enjoy it? And they're just doing it for the fame to build their social media platforms. Let's oh. start, let's start plugging them there. Oh, okay. I'm trying to help them out there, man. Oh, You're okay. keeping them down. You will not divide us. You will not divide the us. Morning
0: Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. the collision of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, tweets now from Jeff Fisher.
2: First, uh, put the mic on. Yeah, I oh, was tweet. supposed to do your little Twitter thing of hashtag what I learned today, Doc Thompson show, uh, or at uh, Jeffy MRA. Um, Look, one of my favorite uh, tweets so far this morning is, I got to admit it, uh, from uh, DMXDM. DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm there with that screechy woman, I'm telling her she needs to find a man just to watch her head explode. Yeah, I, I, know, know, I know, right? I know. I think I'm. Uh, I think mm. I'm doing that as well. Can you imagine
1: if Ted Cruz had just handed her ten bucks and said, "You know, maybe buy yourself something pretty"? She would not have appreciated that, but I would have.
2: I'm sorry to hear we are not survivors. I'm sorry to hear that you were. Survivors.
1: By the way, a, another victim has uh, has come forth. By the way, oh no, another one. Um... It's I, I tweeted it out and posted it on my Facebook last night. If you haven't seen oh, it, oh no! Uh, so you could just go ahead and uh, see the victim for yourself. But it's only on the social media, so it's at, it's on Twitter. Scroll back a couple of them, um, and on Facebook as well. So check that out. You're going to want to share this with everybody really? today. It's a pretty powerful and damning testimony. Okay, and it has to do with Dick Durbin and Dick Blumenthal. Oh no, you familiar with those guys? I a little bit. Those are just. Uh, are there any other dicks in the Senate, or is it just the two of them? Mm, that might be it. I yeah. Think. no but anyways, an allegation against both of them now with hashtag Me Too. So you're going to want to check that out again. Well, no. What? What's the matter? No, 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 no. <clears throat> it's on. It's on Facebook. I posted. So it's, gotta it's gotta be true. True. It another, to be true. And there's another. It has to be true because women never lie. Right? We know that. We believe so. And there'll sure. be another one coming uh, today. There's several other women that have come forward now. So another one coming today, hashtag women never lie. So, all right, get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Sam De La Rosa joining us now. How are you, Sam? I'm doing great, Doc. It is National Comic Book Day, and uh, Sam has a long, long history of working on, uh, did you just do Marvel comics or did you do some others? You know,
7: the, in 1982, I started with both Marvel and DC, <laughs> DC first, and then I jumped ship.
1: Okay, jumped over. <laughs> good move, good move, Sam. I was, a, I was a Marvel guy. Jeffy, were you a DC or a Marvel guy? Uh, Marvel, he, was a, I guess. he was an action comics guy that was Archie <laughs> Little old, little older Yeah Just a bit older <laughs> um, But uh, it's a really cool stuff Because you worked on Venom a lot too right
7: I did I worked on the first time He ever got his own comic book and that's the basis for the movie coming out uh, next
1: month. Have you uh, have you been following the movie? Have you been involved in it, or do you know what the storyline is going to be?
7: You know, uh, I just know that it uh, it's based on the the work I had a hand in. Okay, uh, there is not going to be a Spider Man in there, but it's still a, a good basis for uh, the story.
1: It looks really interesting that they're doing that with a movie where you don't have the the traditional hero that Venom. I mean, because he's not he wasn't a good guy; he was a villain.
7: He was. He was a villain, uh, more uh, an uh, anti-hero in, okay. in the series I worked on.
1: Okay, yeah, and I think that's a transition. So it looks like it could be awesome, though.
7: Uh, it looks spectacular in the trailers.
1: Yeah. I
3: like <laughs> <It's>, it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he became, then it became uh, quickly one of the uh, more popular characters in Marvel. I don't think they had any idea that this, they created a villain initially, like you said, he became the anti-hero. And...
7: He's been around for over 30 years. Yeah, that's, gonna... that's a long time.
1: And what well, the backstory was, was that part of the Secret Wars where he, the, the symbiote uh, became his costume and then turned into Venom? You
7: know, years later, they backtrack and they made it that way.
1: Oh, okay.
7: But that's where the costume um, originated in Secret Wars number eight, I believe. Okay.
2: Yeah. Wow. Oh, see, I thought it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, put, I would have put money on seven.
1: there's a lot of confusion seven eight <laughs> so was this a dream of yours growing up to work on comics or you just stumbled into it you know i always liked drawing
7: as a little kid in grade school who doesn't like to draw yeah. in
1: grade school It just some most of us are not good at it though Ooh, Sam. Well, <laughs> that's what happens, right mom said i was good but nobody else did i heard
7: that and, and uh, i like the popularity you know it, it was uh uh, attention-getting. So, okay. you know, I just drew stuff in uh, elementary, and then I uh, came across some comic books in, in grade school, just transitioned to drawing comic book characters.
1: I do love comic book art, though, regardless of even the storylines. I've always loved comic book art. Um, Lichtenstein, even the, you know, artists. Oh, that, yes, yeah. I remember. And uh, uh, I've seen even uh, artists write that uh, comic book art is the only true uh, American art form, art form to originate in America.
7: I've read that. Yes, yeah, sir. which yeah. is
1: is pretty interesting. So, how did uh, what what were your contributions to the the projects you worked on? Were you the drawer? Because there's a lot of there. Lot there's of a a, a lot of
7: steps uh, in comic books. You know, there's there's a writer, an editor who coordinates every everything. There's a penciler or layout artist. There's an inker or finisher. There's a letterer. And a colorist. I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. (laughs) That's a whole lot of people. Uh, The books come out every month, so it takes a team to produce uh, a comic book monthly.
1: Now, do most of the people on the team, the different positions you just described, were they all uh, artists in their own right? Could they do different jobs, most of them? But some, you have one that you're usually specific. Yeah,
7: some could, but they specialize. Uh, because the books are monthly, you know, you do what you do best and the quickest.
2: Um, so, so you get many, locked in. Yeah. You get locked many, in being the uh, anchor when you really wanted to be the damn printer.
7: Yeah, but many, many people <laughs> do multiple
1: jobs. Okay. You know? It
7: just depends on the deadline.
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought yeah. about that, but yeah, you're talking. How long does it take? I mean, would it take one person to draw every page in a standard comic and ink it and do it from start
2: to finish? Oh, wow. That's a lot. Of that's
7: a lot of work. You know, in
2: today's I, world, though, uh, like when you were growing up, you were you're talking about drawing on a, a you know a separate piece of paper yep, or, on paper, uh, and, and uh, then you have to show it to somebody. You draw today's world uh, on your phone.
7: Yes, right. And you, many you artists immediately work have your digitally. Artist, your artwork yeah.
2: right there. Yeah. Do you like digital? Uh, I haven't touched anything digital.
7: It's just... On paper, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Paper, pencil. No, it's ink. funny
2: because you know, like, but you post it on your websites or anything? Yeah, yes, know. on my yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jeffy and I grew
1: up in radio in a time where there was no digital; it was all analog. Yeah, we, we used to have the guy out back cranking the gen- cranking I, the generator up and the swirl <laughs> on the wheel. You know, and I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> so we had when we had a tape, we physically spliced the tape with a razor blade, and we put oh. this stuff together. So when I finally got to the ability where digital came out. It was great. It just freed me up to actually do stuff. The people that learned on digital don't seem to have the same thought process. It's not that they're not creative or don't do a good job. It's just um, it's going to be a different type of creativity.
7: It is. It is. Um, many people ask me why don't I go digital? Um, I have more fun just drawing on a piece of paper, and you have you know something physical. to say it's to more realistic. It? Yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. to me.
1: So tell me your uh, the uh, high watermarks in your career, the ones where you're like, uh, that project or that, or is there a drawing in particular that stands out that you go, that's the one I've you always You know, you loved.
7: have my favorite work in that stack a- right there, and it is Venom. Oh, yeah. Venom, Lethal Protector, number one. I've worked on um, every Marvel character there is, uh, all the characters that they've made movies about, except don't say deadpool
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: never got on the deadpool bandwagon because i was working on a lot of spider-man and venom stories so but venom is my favorite but like i said i got to work on every major character at both marvel and dc so it <laughs> ever become just fun. work no no i and i took on i took on so much work that i i would just work from the time i got up to the time it's time for bed yeah so it was it was just very enjoyable
1: just who you are
7: yeah i was able to you know earn a living support a family you know stay at home
1: stay that's home. really cool oh, so did you did most of your work from home even all of my work oh home. wow so i
7: only went to the marvel studios twice uh in new york city the marvel offices just for a week each time yeah, we got a guy
2: here so says he it. draws for <laughs> us uh... <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. that's what it would be right so, so, and you're local in Texas? You know, I'm born
7: and raised in San Antonio. Now, as of June, I live in Fort Worth.
1: Okay. How oh, nice. So, you work Welcome. from San Antonio the yep. whole time and yes. you're at a home and doing the thing. How, do, how did, I mean, because this is years ago, how did you even find a job? I mean, was it just in the trade magazines and uh, stuff? Or? No,
7: just. 10 years of sending in samples, you know? Oh,
1: <laughs> just sending in
2: samples to them. Yes, yeah, yeah, for 10 years. To drawing.
7: Wow. A decade, yes. But uh, what I didn't know is that they weren't going to hire me no matter what because I lived in San Antonio. They needed somebody to walk in and deliver uh, the, the pages. And, uh, you know, it just right, wasn't possible for me. But what made it possible was uh, FedEx was created. It became a reliable company. And uh, it was used, and I was able to... Work from San Antonio. Yeah,
2: well, FedEx man, that was the, those were the days when uh, people used to, uh, you know, that was the beginning of the fax machine, right? And you're able to send things across. It's magic, wasn't it, was it? Magic. So, so
1: you would do all the work, and then you would load the pages up and ship them out.
7: Yeah, uh, call FedEx. Come Over to my right house. There you go. Pick it up. Never leave. Did mine. they ever
1: lose them? Anything, I mean, there because that's always got to be a fear, right? You when know, uh,
7: never. That's FedEx that's amazing. Never lost. Not nothing anything.
1: against FedEx. I just mean, no, like, just, can you imagine? I, every yeah. every time I would ship them, I would be worried.
7: Well, that that's what happened previous to <laughs> FedEx. Things were lost, delayed. And there would be a reprint issue, uh, and they would say, you know, dreaded deadline, doom, goddess. I remember <laughs> yeah, those issues. That's that why. was great.
1: Yeah, that fun. And I remember that's for a right. short while. Um, I think they tried to do it with X Men early on because it was so popular that they tried to do it twice a month. I remember when they tried to do that, and it just never quite panned out. There's huh?
7: a few books that went that way. I think uh, Superman went that okay. way. Uh, Spider Man, X Men. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of. That's lot two of work. weeks. That's yeah. pretty. And and most of those uh, the conferences they're not working ahead two three months at a time.
7: No, I mean I've worked on books where I see it on the stands, you know, two and a half weeks later. That's scary.
1: That's that amazing because most of it right. is not super topical. It's not like you're tying into. Hey, well, You've got have an idea, information here, an idea
2: of where you're going though, right? For
1: the-
7: yeah, you know, uh, everything is all uh, by the time I get it, you know, uh, it's it's been. Uh, <clears throat> There's been a story, it's been laid out or drawn, mm-hmm. I just finished the artwork. Yeah. So it's just uh, uh, putting in the time to keep the quality up and get it out to Marvel.
1: Do you have any characters you've created that you've never submitted or submitted the Turn down you, anything, anything? You know,
7: um, when, when you work for Marvel or DC, if you create something, it's theirs. It's theirs. So <laughs> do you have anything I, that you haven't told that. them
2: about? <laughs> that, uh, that uh, <laughs> You, you but, consider yeah. that, uh, that's just my daughter. <laughs> Drew. Drew, my son is incredibly
1: talented.
7: <laughs> no, you know, I think yeah. everybody has ideas for for characters, uh, but it's a lot of hard, hard yeah. work to develop them and, and start out, especially, you know, on your own. But there are many people that do that. Yeah. There's still many small press, many independent publishers that, you know, um, uh, produce a, a few hundred books and uh,
1: distribute and sell those. And you, you, do you still work, too? You're still drawing and working? in I was able
7: to retire after working on hundreds and hundreds of books, able to retire. So now people are familiar with my work. And uh, I go to shows across the country um, so you get out of even, the house now. Even out of you know, the country. Just, yes, yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally. In fact, you know, in in a couple of weekends, I'm at uh, the Irving Convention Center for the Dallas Fan Expo. Yeah,
1: yeah. What well, the Dallas Fan Expo Irving Convention Center here, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And when is that coming up? That
7: though? is uh, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Of October. Yep. Okay, yeah. October. And I'm not the only
7: one there. There's going to be plenty of other guests there. Many artists some celebrities, so um, a lot of things to see and do there.
1: Oh, that'll be cool. And again, that's uh, October 19th weekend, and we'll uh, tweet out links to that stuff. Nice. You'll also be can find it nice. and whatnot. Um, so your kids, I mean, you have kids. You said family? I have, I have a lot of kids. You have a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stayed home. I stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. But I mean, to tell, if my dad draws comic books, that had to be pretty cool, right?
7: <laughs> uh, you know, yes, I, I had their friends come over, and then when when uh, a a book would come out like Venom, I've I've got people knocking at my door. Can, that's right. Can you sign my book? So it's fun. It's fun to do stuff for that's friends really cool. and
2: family. After <laughs> a while, though, it's got to. Be, that's just dad's <laughs> room.
1: Yeah, boy, you don't care whatever. Right, yeah, and then they go over to their friend's house, and you're like, oh, "Your dad's a CPA." <laughs> <laughs> my dad draws comic books. My dad doesn't <laughs> leave the house. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Your dad adds numbers all day and puts <laughs> them in a ledger. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. That had to be a lot of fun, and that's a cool career that you can look that back really on, is. too. That's, that's nice. Stuff.
7: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Do you have a lot, 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 lot
1: of memorabilia around the house? Do you have any posters, anything hung up?
7: Oh, I, I don't have anything hung up. I have stuff <clears> in portfolios, in bins, in boxes. Yeah. But... Um, no, I, I I don't have a single thing up on the wall that I did or of anyone else's, you know.
1: What about your wife? Wow. Did she appreciate your work other than the paycheck? Because my wife does not appreciate Obviously it Obviously not.
3: All. <laughs> <There's nothing> hanging <laughs>
1: on the wall,
7: right? Exactly. Yeah, my, my wife and kids are, are ho-hum. Okay. Like, oh,
1: that's you know, dad. You <laughs> yeah. know, the paycheck. You know that's, what, that's a lot of us. You yeah. know, they,
7: they, they just uh, don't understand, like, now why does he want your his comic book signed by you?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that poster wanna... really doesn't work in the hallway. <laughs> We're not sorry. doing it. Okay? i sorry.
1: It clashes with the Georgia O'Keeffe. I'm just We're saying. We're not doing it. I'll say I'm awesome stuff. And again, we'll put a, a link up. And you have a website by the way for your stuff? Uh,
7: I have two websites. I have a Facebook page. It is artist sam Delarosa, don't skip a space there okay and SamDelarosa.com. people can just check it out see what i'm about cool you, Jack, you pull
1: that up and then we'll uh, tweet stuff yeah. out and we'll put the uh, link to your appearance whatever but awesome stuff really great to meet you sam Thank uh, you, doc. all right i'm gonna get a quick break and we'll come back with more in just a minute in the morning blaze
0: knowledge is power tweet at us with the hashtag what i learned today this is the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now.
1: Sam was uh, Sam was a lot of fun. Really cool. That, that has been one really cool thing in uh, in radio. I mean, obviously, you meet a lot of senators and congressmen. You talk politics and stuff and you talk radio. But to uh, meet some characters like Sam, really interesting stuff. I mean, maybe not a name most people know. You probably know his work. But to just get the backstory and hear how people, you know, start to finish for in their
2: careers. And he's one of those guys that just worked. Yeah. You know, I mean he's uh, uh, inside inside the the comic book world, you know Sam Delarosa. Oh, they're gonna know I mean, but outside of the world, you're like, Who? And he just worked every day. Great. In his house, he's just working, he's drawing and drawing and drawing. It was fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. I like comic book arc a
1: lot, anyways. Like I said, aside from the the comic book story, that's the reason I like um, um, Uh, Lichtenstein too. You know Lichtenstein is the guy who does the comic book art with the dots, whatever. Love, love that stuff. Just a big fan of it. So good, uh, nice to meet Sam. I met um, uh, Victor Schreckengost. You know Victor Schreckengost is that that
2: guy owes me money.
1: he's dead now, so it's going to be difficult for you to collect. The the, the family. Victor Schreckengost. (laughs) I I met him like 20 years ago. At that time, he was was like 90, but he did all of this Art Deco work. Um, he created a a bowl for uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Even um, you know the um, the metal lawn chairs that we all had growing up; those metal ones that kind of rocked oh, yeah, back yeah. or whatever.
2: Was the, well, some of them had the rocker with the with the big metal right. piece on the bottom. That yes, rocked. and
1: had the seat that you the kind of carved out for your butt there. And um, a bunch of the bicycles of the area all, uh, era, like Schwinn and Huffy and all those. He designed. So the guy was an artist, and he did all this Art Deco art, but he also, um, what do you call it when you, when you apply it to, um, like the items that you use, like the art and mechanics of it. But anyways, he would do that. So he did the artwork, not just art you paint on your wall or right. put on a shelf, but the artwork for things like chairs. So most of those chair designs that you see, those metal springy ones were all based on his work. And I remember he was explaining how he got the, the Right. Um, depth and shape of that butt cut out, so it would fit as many people as possible. Interesting. He said he got a big piece of clay, big square piece of clay and just had people come up and sit on it over and over, person after person, all different shapes and sizes. Try to sit figure it out. No, no. Every time they'd sit on it, their butt would leave. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah. and after a while, you ended up he ended up creating something that would fit everybody for the most part or whatever. But seeing all that work and you ri- recognize it. He did the, um, the, uh, the elephant exhibit at the Cleveland uh, Zoo. Had a, a big Art Deco elephant on the side of it made of stone. He did that. So he did all this work all over. Just really cool stuff when you meet people like that.
2: Victor Schreckengost. The family's still, I'm just saying. Still so I'm, couple, he, I'm it, going to get my money. You're still on it for whatever? to get my money.
1: Hey, if you haven't signed up um, uh, and checked out BrickHouseDoc.com, and gotten the Field of Greens, what are you waiting for? It's something that's going to help you out, and it's going to help you out to uh, make sure your kids are eating all the vegetables that they're supposed to eat with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Again, the website is BrickhouseDoc.com, BrickhouseDoc.com. Scroll down and look at all their products, like um, Dawn to Dusk, that's the 10-hour energy release supplement that we've told you, slow-release energy supplement, and also now Field of Greens. It's not some sort of just vitamin. There's all kinds of vitamins out there. You need, you need to eat You need to eat the vegetables because you're getting the fiber. You're getting everything that comes with it. But again, it's not always easy to do that because of convenience sake, the money, or you just don't like vegetables. Get them into your diet with Field of Greens. Each scoop is a uh, full supply, one full serving of what you need in your daily diet of vegetables. It's not even the fruits and vegetables, by the way. They're lying to us. It's the vegetables. (laughs) You realize those categories should not be together. What? I mean, broccoli and peas belong with bananas. And apples, come on, man. That's kind of a good point. You get rid of those. Just try Field of Greens at BrickHouseDoc.com. <laughs> try them today, and you will love them. Field of Greens from BrickHouseDoc.com. Jeffy, you spent many a year in Florida. I did. I, you loved, were, I
2: miss Florida, actually.
1: You were a Gulf Coast, uh, Tampa mainly, right? Well, I'm a, I lived in Tampa Bay, yes. A plantation, that's Southwest Florida? Or South Florida? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, South so. Southeast Florida, East, I guess yes. that's Miami area yeah. plantations down there. Okay, there's a famous house down there uh, every year around Christmas that would put up gobs and gobs of Christmas lights, and it would cause backups and all kinds of stuff. Okay, I mean there's in a plantation. There's, there's a handful of, of them. Yeah, yeah. This one they put up like two hundred thousand lights. Um, they had a Ferris wheel and Santa's yeah, I mean, workshop, yeah, huge, and would, it would cause traffic jams. And this has been a nightmare for people in Plantation, Florida, for twenty five years. Get over it. Yeah, I mean, huge problem. And every year, it's a big battle. And and they started, I think, a year or two ago, started ticketing people when they were parked there. It was so stupid. I, well, I mean, but I can understand if your neighbor puts all this stuff up and you're living, you know, next to the Griswolds there, and it's a traffic jam constantly. You're like, come on, guys. But it's also your right to put up lights if you want. It's so. Christmas. This guy's done it forever.
2: I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of disagree with the anger behind it
1: well there's good news for the people of plantation florida that are frustrated by the lights no but he's getting a divorce oh and they are going away oh no yep yeah it's the hyatt's everyone knows the hyatt christmas display in plantation florida um she had enough no was it
2: her or him the wife
1: doesn't know she doesn't know she she claims she doesn't know what what really led to the divorce she said there was a disagreement over their teenage son's education. She knows that was a part of it, but didn't like couldn't pin it down. Then said that her husband Mark never has given her an explanation for leaving, Com- like a oh, complete he just explanation. Twenty-seven years of marriage. She said she blames it at least part, in part, on his newfound job. Oh no, winning a seat on Plantation City Council. <laughs> He's just a big shot mr big stuff who do you think you are right gene knight asked that immortal question and now she's asking it of her husband mark hyatt
2: so but is, is it uh it was him that took care of the christmas stuff not her yeah I mean, but obviously when it gets too right. big it's a family affair i got it but but it was his deal that pushed it to have all the christmas stuff
1: yep yeah i think so but it's going away. They're going to sell the house, I think, whatever. She said she I got... Think I saw... They, they did a special on this family at one point. I, I think so, yeah. She said uh, she, everything was fine. He left home one day. She realized something was totally wrong. She said she got to the mail and there was a subpoena. And I'm like, Ooh, what's this? That's never It's good. from the bank in Miami and they're going to garnish our wages for judgment. I don't know anything about it. It turned out Mark had secured a loan of $30,000 in 2012. And she was listed as a borrower, maybe. She said she never claimed it. She said it's not my signature. She said it was like a double life. Uh, and she said um, it got substantially worse. Uh, amount of $23,000, there was a loan for that. So there's all kinds of questions about the
2: spending. The house is a multi million dollar home. Sure. But I mean, if you're putting up that uh, type of Christmas decorations every year, that's an expensive.
1: Oh, even That's if you an build expensive slowly expensive
2: hobby. Oh, very expensive. And those things don't last for 20 years. And I got news for you. Uh, Florida power doesn't do that for free. No, Christmas. you're, you're going to pay a hefty bill for I mean, that. When you plug in uh, Florida power, that that meter is running. Yep. 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 And
1: um, it's not just the lights. Those would actually be in today's world. Those little low lower power lights. It's the fair. Ferris wheel type yeah. stuff that you have and all that. I think, although she didn't lay this out, I'm thinking part of this um, has to do with the lights themselves. Either in the spending or you just get tired of it. It's got to be, even if you like them, it's got to put some pressure on the family. Guys, I'm saying this because um, you need to print this story off. And when the wife asks you about the lights, you go, I'm not going to put those lights up. I don't want this to happen to us. I love you too much to put up Christmas lights. I bring up this story also because I am not kidding you when I tell you that two days ago, Sunday, September 23rd, my wife texts me and says, I'm starting to put up Christmas lights. And I said, Whoa, no, you're not. No, you're not. And it was on.
0: Oh, Good yes. Good luck. Yes, it was on. Good luck. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. Want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite
6: podcasts. If you hear yourself saying, it feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it. You may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge, and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glenbeck.com/slash/addicted-to-outrage.
1: Direct Fire is a jet-fueled political thriller that's now available in paperback. It's. T- taken from the 30 years of military service of Brigadier General Anthony Tata. His books have gotten high praise from George H.W. Bush and Glenn Beck. In direct fire, a Delta Force veteran races against the clock to take out terrorists, gather it in the North Carolina mountains. The terrorists have already taken down military brass and civilian leaders, and that's only the beginning. Direct fire is on sale now. Just visit AJTATA.com. That's AJTATA.com.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 888-900-3393.
1: I was was wrong. I was wrong. It was uh, Saturday. It was Saturday when she said she was going to put up the lights. So that would have been September 22nd. Isn't that the first day of fall? No, the first day of fall is this week, right? No, it's September. September 20, 20th, 22nd, 20. Yeah, that was it. Going to put up those lights. So it
2: wasn't for, it was this past Saturday uh, was yeah. fall, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I don't think she was timing it to fall. I think it more had to just do that. She was ready for, for Christmas. That's it. I talked about this in the past. My wife has a real problem with Christmas. I mean, it's, she, she can't not put the lights up. It's, it's like a thing and she doesn't want to take them down. I like Christmas. I like Christmas a lot. I like the decorations. I love the spirit of the season. Love it, love it, love it. But not seven months out of the year. I'm sorry. I can't do it. She texted me. She goes, I want to start putting, because I, was, I wasn't was home at the time. She's like, I want to start putting lights up today, Go ahead. Christmas lights. And I was like, can you wait till at least November 1st? Can you at least wait until the day after Halloween just so you don't clash with Halloween, can you just do that? Can you give me at least November first? Why? But why celebrate Halloween though? Just bypass Halloween. I'm Halloween. fine with that. Halloween, you know. <coughs> but if she puts them up on November first, that is. Two and a half months that we will have of
2: Christmas decorations. Well, you're assuming they're coming down mid-January. I,
1: well, I can usually get her to take them down mid-January. I can. It's. It's. She's reluctant, but I can usually do that. But man, oh man, that's a quarter, almost a
2: quarter of the year I know, for my, Christmas decorations. Look, Come they're on. already they're already up uh, at Sam's Club, and, and plenty of stores have already got all their decorations up, and you got to get some of that stuff now. Because some of the that's the cool stuff, right? That's going to be gone. Those decorations are going to be gone. My God, I'm going. I'm moving to Plantation. Wait, what? The stuff. Some of the stuff. Some of the Christmas ornaments and items. Are you talking change. the yearly collectible ones? Oh no, change. Okay. okay. So you got to get those right
1: now, otherwise mm-hmm. you don't have them. The ones that say Christmas 2018.
2: Well, the, those and <laughs> the ones from Hallmark.
1: The Hallmark. No. I, I will say. I will. Say no, that. you're not that. Do you have the Star Trek collection from Hallmark? No, I do not. Okay.
2: I'm not sure what my wife has. No. It's not me. I just want to say it's not me. It's just my wife, uh, Hallmark and my wife are first name basis (laughs) on the Christmas stuff. They're close. And I believe that, I personally, I -hmm. personally believe Mm -hmm. that uh, my wife has, we, we, you know, they're an investment doc. (laughs) They're an investment. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yep. What do you mean they're not? They are an investment because they're going to be worth so much in the future. Mm -hmm. Is she she
1: going to sell them in the future? Is there going to be a day you cash out? Oh, it's possible. Any moment? (laughs) You're going to come home one random day in March and she goes, I have calculated our investments, our retirement. And Jeffy, we have $4 million in Hallmark uh, ornaments. And it's time to sell those for our retirement and go to the beach. Man, do I want that to happen? That she's, I want. She's that ready to, to go. I've been saving these. They're I collector's want that items. To
2: happen. Mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. It she's like not parting
1: with the beanie babies, though. She's not giving those up.
2: <clears throat> so um, you got to get them early. Yeah. Yes, you do. You have to get them early. And by the way, uh, people talking in my ear and telling me about fall, uh, September twenty-sixth. What's today? Uh the twenty-fifth. Uh, so that means tomorrow is the first day of fall. Like I said. No, it's not. It's the 20th
1: or 21st. That's the equinox or the whatever. Okay. Solstice. I always get them confused. One of those. I'm looking up. It's, I know when it is. It's a, a roughly June 20th, roughly uh, September it's 20th. Roughly. Yeah, it's roughly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly. It's right. 20, December 26. 20th. We know what it is. 26. Where are you getting 26? Based on what? I looked it up on uh, the internet. It's called the internet.
2: No, you're
1: I'm like based on kind of your rocker.
2: I just remember. I remember.
1: See, I'm fine with, I I like Christmas. I just, if I had my way, it would be like a week or two prior to Thanksgiving. So when people over for Thanksgiving, you got some Christmas stuff up and you go from there. And I'm not putting any of those blow up things in the yard. Those blow up things are Ridiculous all day long until you it, well while they're deflated it just looks like people threw stuff in your yard it looks like you've got trash in your yard that's the first thing and then the inflated snowman and that no just stop it those are bad those don't do those and there's getting bigger and worse the little, the, the no the snowman I don't like any of them and the one that's like a globe and all that those are horrible no you know some nice? keep it caught some floodlights some regular lights you know you're good to go the, uh, Maybe you put your mic on. Oh, I'm sorry. Up there. I'm sorry. Yes.
2: Maybe you put the you put the lights on in the driveway so that it just shine up on the garage doors <laughs> and the houses so it's snowing and you've got the big effect. Oh, of, not oh. those
1: now too. Those are horrible. <laughs> they have those for Halloween now with ghosts. Yes, they do. Them? All the, of them. I actually kind of like the ghost ones when they're done. The, the better ones because yeah. it looks like the ghosts are flying. Oh, that's okay. But this no no most of the Christmas ones that's not going to work. That's it. So <sighs> so uh, yeah, I usually have to start the bat. I this year it wow
2: it really started early this year oh yeah usually we're at least i'm ready for it through this as soon as the kavanaugh thing's done let's put up christmas stuff i think that's our fight
1: that's your fight i
2: think that's our fight because i'm ready for it we need some i I wonder
1: if i can get to election we can't put up for the election i'll give you that that's just one of those stupid like rules that you think is based on something it's not i'll just go we can't put it, you know we can't put them up till after the midterms. No, it's a, there's a law. Well, you just you don't say there's a law. You just kind of say <laughs> Those it like people down the street have them up. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to mess with uh, you know. I we can't no. They're they're wrong. We shouldn't do that's just wrong. You can't do it. Before. You gotta say it like that. You can't like that. you can't do it before the election. See, when I was a kid, and it may have been the uh, tinderbox uh, type trees from years yeah, gone was- by, and it's uh, we put it up the tree on Christmas Eve. Now, sometimes you'd put up lights on the outside. We'd put up lights on the outside a little bit earlier. But the tree went up Christmas Eve. Wow. My mom hated the needles all over the place and the tinsel flying all over. And it went down New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day was it. That was There's it. no question. We,
2: I remember we put, uh, we, we would have Christmas stuff, start, you're able to put the Christmas stuff out Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, you have Thanksgiving, and then you have the Black Friday, and then you can put the Christmas stuff up. Mm-hmm. And then, Happy New Year.
1: <laughs> Gone the next day. Christmas is over. Pork and sauerkraut, tree comes down. Done. That was over. it. That's what you have. Is sucking up those needles. And everything is done. Take the attachment off and get around the baseboards. I don't want to be finding needles in July.
2: <laughs> and I, you sweep the walk where you pulled the damn tree yeah, down out there, too. neighbors seeing the needles
1: all over the place. And brush it off the snow. Got a trail of green
2: snow out there. They better they better come and pick it up this week. I'm not having to sit out there all week.
1: Oh, right. Leading out the window. Garbage men coming by to pick up the trees. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> it was an issue. <laughs> so maybe that's the reason I don't want the lights so on. Maybe good. it's learned behavior, but still. So good. Mm-hmm. So but good. The Jevy, a couple years ago, I got the artificial tree, and it was a great investment. Oh, we've had that
2: forever. I, I'm a fan. Huge fan.
1: Uh, last year, I finally started making money. Because normally you pay whatever, 50, 60, 70, whatever bucks for a tree, right? Right. Okay. So we got a taller tree to put in the little, where the little raised ceiling is, right in yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. front part of the house yeah. there. <clears throat> so we got a taller one, but those get a little pricey. It was, it was a few hundred bucks. I think it was a couple, like 220 or something like that, right? So we got Are you it. okay? I don't like it. I, I know. Really, I was like, so I calculated, you get it three, four years into this thing, and now you're at the break-even point of what you would have paid on-, on Real trees. Okay. Okay. Last year was the first year I'm on the plus side. I started making money. It was like I'm putting money. But
2: this year, even more money. Let me tell you how how to help you with that, Doc. (coughs) Stop calculating. Why? And then then you don't have to worry (laughs) about it. No, I want to know. you start calculating. I mean, we've got the one tree in the family room, and then we've got the other tree. In no, the front I, it room, gives and me pleasure to know that I'm making trees. money. I don't have to, have the don't the have to pay the, for it at the at the foot of the stairway. Yes, and then you gotta have a tree. Upstairs garland, Garland. Hand. What about the Garland? And now we need a bigger tree for this back room. Yes, just stop. You don't just. I'm making money now, though. It's good. It's, it's good. A, well, and it's part of the investment because you need a place to hang the Hallmark ornaments. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. All right. So the uh, the one year Christmas, uh,
1: mom uh, buys my brother a dart gun. He gets a dart gun for Christmas, and to my mom's credit, um, she didn't get upset when he shot a couple of the bulbs off the tree. Oh, good. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's not like we had expensive Hallmark ones or anything, you know. <laughs> so he shot a couple of K-Mart. bulbs off, and then my mom K-Mart, was always box good of about, blue, yeah, box she, of red. Always good about letting us be, you know, kids, um, because she just let us shoot all the bulbs off the tree. Nice. that was fun. But I think she was just wanting the tree down, so that was the excuse to take it down. And plus,
2: after a while, a lot of people will get tired of the old bulbs anyway, right. the old ornaments. The so, problem was... Oh, go ahead,
1: get rid of those. She'd forgotten on next year's Christmas oh, Eve that we didn't have so, bulbs. So as we opened <laughs> up the <laughs> oh, boxes, right.
2: there weren't a lot of bulbs that that's year. Right. Some the other non-breakable ornaments. Put up some extra tinsel. <laughs> Throw some extra tinsel on there. You know, my grandmother used to keep... Used to keep the tinsel, <clears throat> you know, because I I guess they made tinsel whoa, whoa, out of wait, gold. Wait, wait. Keep the tinsel, like yeah.
1: recycle the tinsel,
2: recycle tinsel. Yeah, you can do that. The tinsel, recycle. I, I the don't tinsel. know that you can. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can do that with today's tinsel, but old tinsel. No, I mean, we had to oh, take it my, off that the That had trees. to be maddening. It was absolutely problem enough putting agonizing. the stuff on. Yes, but you just put out so, and you put it on, you know, one by one, so it's right and it looks good. Do people really use tinsel now? Because now it's just not, it just, you know, my house. Throw it up the, yeah, it we got Glob of tinsel. I'll oh, just move that glob over here. Okay, that right. was standard. Did you get yelled at as a kid <laughs> oh, for doing globs God, of yes. tinsel? No One globs. strand
1: at a time. No globs. One strand at a yeah. time. Yeah. And she bought like 60 boxes of them. Yeah. The tree, the tree was like weighted down. You couldn't even see the other stuff for the silver. I'm not kidding. I have pictures. You don't
2: have to use all sixty boxes. I
1: know she would, and it was like my my dad was the st- one one strand at a time. What? I think they were just trying to give us busy work so we wouldn't be arguing. We we worked in the tinsel
2: mines, is what we did. Right, That's what right. it was like. One punch at a clock, you know. All right, time to take the tinsel off and wrap it around here. My grandpa had this little piece of wood thing he made so you could keep the tinsel on it. <laughs> Agonizing, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. We use it, but well, well, I will done. tell you, you can use that again. I will tell you, save some money. Yeah, use it again. Yeah, use I it mean, again. I want you to know, even there's today, no, there's no three a box no of throwaway tinsel stuff is like
1: eighteen cents. I mean, seriously, even today, a, a tinsel oh, is I like... I
2: disagree. I don't think it's that cheap.
1: It's like a buck, maybe. Not for... not for the, You don't get that much. Not And not for the quality tinsel, right. right? Not the good stuff. Right. I mean, that knockoff tinsel. Yeah, you're
2: getting that tinsel from China. I'm talking about American tinsel.
1: <laughs> Imported from Detroit, want, American tinsel. I don't want sweatshop tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids there. So, mining tinsel. Man, you pressing. How do you? I don't know. How do you make tinsel? I don't know. I don't even you know what it's tins. made out of. I don't
2: know. <laughs> what is, All right. Now we gotta find. What is? It? <laughs> it's got to be some sort of plastics, right? Is it petro technology? Something? Something petro? Okay, I, that's what I'm. Decorative material mimics ice. It mimics ice. It a, Stop it. Is it a textile? What is? It's a thin strip of sparkling material.
1: Yes. What's it made out of? I don't even know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope it's. I hope it's made out of like baby
2: seal. Is okay, it, okay, it was invented high. in Nuremberg in 1610, according to Wikipedia. <clears throat> Extruded yep. strands of silver. So it was. See, my grandma might have had the real. Stuff. <laughs> they, or they might have thought it was actually silver. Yeah, my grandma might have had the real stuff.
1: Wow, I know it burns real good, but so it's got to be Ooh, plastic. see, not the new stuff
2: though. Is see that's Is it plastic. You, yeah, that's probably got. They all have to make that flame retardant and stuff now. Oh really darn it! Okay. All right. <laughs> doesn't say what
1: the No, it's not good. Okay. Hey, by the way, uh, Weight Watchers is uh, changing their name. Good. Uh, I it's I not it? politically uh, correct. Oprah? Oh, that's right. She owns it, doesn't
2: it? A huge yeah. portion of it.
1: Does she, she own controlling shares? Uh, she owns a lot. I know she, that. I,
2: I, I don't know that she owns controlling shares, but <laughs> whenever Oprah buys a big chunk of something, she's going to control it anyway. So
1: yeah, uh, uh, she does. WW underscore us at ww underscore us uh they're keeping the ww but weight watchers the name is going away and um it's going to be
2: wellness watchers nice well look it's time to focus on eating healthier exercising and having a more positive mindset wellness
1: wellness watchers they said uh, weight watchers is now ww which stands for wellness watchers. <laughs> we have a mission to inspire healthy habits for real life for everyone. We'll always be the global leader in weight loss. Now we're becoming the world's partner in wellness. Yeah. I mean, that's Oprah, right? That's, I mean, that's all Oprah. That's, um, that's important too, Jeffy. So, cause today I'm going to focus on dropping a couple of wellness, you are. um, just a little bit of wellness. I'm going to drop that. I'm just, I'm feeling a little bigger. I need to fit in the pants. So I'm going to focus on uh, losing some of that wellness.
2: I mean, it's a good thing to do time mm-hmm. to time.
1: So um, they're concerned about wellness, not just... They're still trying to get people to lose weight, but it's about wellness. Well,
2: it, it's about the total health package of a okay. human. Okay. All right. Sure. What sure. You th-
1: it's just this political nonsense. Um, I don't even think that's going to be one that helps them from a marketing standpoint. Do you? No, I do not. I mean, I think WW... Or wellness watchers, wellness watchers, it's just cumbersome. It doesn't say what you are. And it's already branded. You've already got the brand out there.
2: It does seem a little a little frustrating for people to, I mean, it's going to be Weight Watchers forever, right? It's like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, they went to KFC. I that know. made sense, though. But they're still, okay. Did it? Did it? Sure. They did this because they didn't want to be. Associated they don't want to be fried. fried food,
1: and they have more than just fried food. Weight launchers you're just losing weight. Oh, you,
2: do you own a piece of KFC? I'm no. sorry, I didn't mean to no. hit a, I'm okay. Hit a sore point.
1: By the way, you know who loves this name? IHOB. IHOB <laughs> is a big fan of this. They think it's fantastic. It's a smart move on their part. Oh, uh,
2: That was funny. From that was yeah, a good
1: marketing. Papa point. John's without the hyphen loves this. They are uh, big fans. Big fan of this as well. <laughs> You know what I'm a big fan of iTarget Pro, the iTarget Pro system that helps you become a better shot without having to go to the range and not just dry firing. Dry firing, lots of people dry fire. In fact, most people that uh, regularly target practice will dry fire 10, 20 times what they do at a range. Range, it's expensive. You're expelling all those rounds. You know, it gets a little pricey there and you either have to drive to the range or have a place out back or someplace you can shoot. You get the, bolst- both of the best of both worlds with the iTarget Pro system. You get to not pay for those rounds over and over again, but you get to find out where you would have hit. Remember, if you're dry firing, you don't know where you would have hit. iTarget Pro works with a little laser round that is caliber specific. So you find out which caliber your gun is, and you go ahead and order the iTarget Pro system at iTargetPro.com. You put that laser round in your gun, and you fire away at the target with your phone next to it, and the phone has the proprietary iTarget Pro app that registers where you would have hit on the target, so you can see. And by the way, you can just fire and fire and fire and fire. There's no pausing. You know, It's not like you get 10 rounds and have to change the little laser round or anything like that. It works great. You'll love the iTarget Pro system. And since we're talking about Christmas, it's going to make a great Christmas gift. This is one of those things. You should just buy three or four kits, leave them on the shelf in the, in the closet, and when somebody comes over, it's that gift you go to. You're like, oh, thank God you came. I just, uh, well, here you go. I <laughs> mean, this gift, I, I got this for you. It's like especially for you, John. I know you're a... Right, Most of the people in our circle are going to like sure, guns, right? Absolutely. And, uh, that's a definitely a, a great gift. And this is not an adult gift. This is not something just, you know, well, adults are going to no, shoot here or whatever. Game. It's a family gift. yeah. And you should be training your kids on proper firearm technique anyways. But this is something that they can absolutely use over and over. And if you have two, three of them or whatever, you can all go out back and uh, target practice together. You're not sharing the gun. And it allows you to use different guns as well, different calibers, right? Because you may have a different caliber than than your kids have. And this allows you to practice in your home with your gun. So you're getting practice with your gun. It's not a range gun, it's the gun that you're going to use to protect yourself or your family. It's called iTarget Pro, but don't forget the promo code DOC because you're going to get 10% off. iTargetPro.com.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. The Collision of Common Sense and Comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Hmm, interesting. I get the tweets in with the
0: hashtag, what I
1: learned today. Lots of people commenting on the tinsel. Apparently, that used to be a big thing, saving tinsel. It shocks me. My, my parents were the old parents. So although um, I am a Gen Xer, I'm the youngest in my family, and I have one sister that's on the cusp, and then the other three older siblings were all baby boomers they caught the tail end of the baby boom so we're right there and my parents were the older parents uh my mom was um for the time she was 30 when she had me and she was nine years younger than my dad so my dad was 30 late 30s 37 8 ish somewhere in there um so yeah i mean they were kind of the older parents and they were cheap they're factory workers, and you save stuff, and you worked hard, whatever. And they didn't save tinsel.
2: Oh man, I mean, we saved tinsel, and people are reminding us. Yes, uh, we saved tinsel. My parents had boxes of used, wrapped around paper towel rolls. Oh, that's a good place to yeah. start because you got to use the paper towel rolls. You
1: don't want to use fresh wood. Uh, don't forget, in those days, too. Look at your grandfather living high in the hog, creating
2: wood things for Well, that's what he did. He made. That's what he did in the workshop. He's, he has had to go out in the workshop and smoke and just be left alone. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to be out of the work. I'm making
1: a, tindle, a, a yeah. tinsel
2: spindle here. That, <laughs> right. We need one. We need one. You, mm-hmm. your mom needs one. Mm-hmm. So we're out here. Um, you know, we were made of lead, though. Oh, Remember back in, in the, the day, day. That's yeah, right. That's right. They so. So you could, they actually worked, but you know, heaven forbid that uh, we can't have anything with lead anymore. That's for sure. And uh, people were reminded that they spent Christmas, uh, you know, pulling, <laughs> helping their cats pass tinsel.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say that you got the cats pass. It's either one way or the other. It's coming up, right? <laughs> it's getting yes. out of that cat. Yes, that and in the vacuum cleaner, right? You had to unwind it from the right. vacuum cleaner. It's all wound up in there
2: horrible get down to take the back take the bottom off and get pull the world yeah oh
1: agonizing. see you know we don't let uh you know now you got to protect kids from doing anything and you can't you know you know how kids are removed from all yeah. these things we used to do uh i learned a valuable life lesson about vacuum cleaners back in the day and removing tinsel what is that uh you want to turn that off first why before you try to well, sometimes that
2: tinsel. sometimes you need to turn it on just to get it
1: well that once you bit. start it but what you don't want to do is just reach underneath a really old, like, 1940-style no, vacuum cleaner. I no, want to do that. Because those things were really no, powerful. They will, they will eat you. And yeah, what they'll do is they'll just uh, just scrape your hand all up to the point you bleed. So that's, uh, you <laughs> yeah, don't want to do that. You're looking to pull that finger but. out of there. Yeah. Um, I have all the fingers, but uh, but yeah, that was a life lesson yeah. for me at about seven, eight.
2: That's a good lesson. I was lesson. like, yep,
1: don't reach underneath there. That's a okay, really good life lesson. life lesson, good
2: deal. Yep. I probably should have <laughs> waited on that. You know, I, I, Yeah, no, I know how to pull the tinsel up, but if you unplug it, that'd be great mm-hmm. first. Yeah. To, don't shut it off. Just unplug it. We're good. Yeah. So. yeah. And people are reminding us that uh, the new name for Weight Watchers, a uh, couple new names they've come up with on Twitter uh, with the hashtag, what I learned today. Uh, one was, uh, oh, great. We're going to be whale watchers now. <laughs> and Because uh, it's a fat joke is what that uh, is. Right, right, right. And then there's <laughs> another fat joke called Chubbusters. Busters like
1: it but that could be be misleading as well
2: ww though it it could also be misleading chubby
1: busters yeah it doesn't go with the ww oh yeah isn't that just a large woman that you pick up at a club it's slump buster it can be right yeah the slump buster
2: i don't know what you're talking about
1: it's piggin i just saw a story of piggin no i'm not saying i invented it don't shoot the messenger here
0: Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Hey, it's Doc Thompson and Jeff Fisher because Chris Cruz is out today this week for, I guess, the honeymoon. And I saw
2: the uh, the tweets from uh, Hot Springs. Yes, I did. I did see the Hot Springs tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, you know, good for him. Have fun. For, good deal. Kind of a sad honeymoon, really, but.
1: All right, get the tweets in with the hashtag What I Learned Today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at uh, Jeffy MRA, And don't forget to, if you would, retweet the uh, the victim that we have posted. That uh, not it's like three or four tweets back. And also my Facebook. Another victim has come forward. This one about Dick uh, Durbin and Dick Blumenthal. So uh, you can see the video. Just go there and, uh, and please share it if you would. I think the world needs to know about this. And I have some other victims coming forward. I'll have another one come forward
2: a little bit later on today. So please share that right now.
1: Appreciate that.
2: We do have a tweet that comes up uh, from uh, Harsh Reality. That, yeah, what do uh, you got? Uh, given you, this is for you, Doc, a money-making idea. He what has you an idea of how you can retire early. Spindles? Is it uh, tinsel spindles? That you're making 50 a year on your one artificial Christmas tree. Right. You buy like 2,500 <laughs> artificial trees. You'll be clearing about $125,000 a year in a few years. Easy street, baby.
1: Well, no, because those are ones I can't use. I was going to have to buy a tree anyways, but don't even get me started because I have a couple of boxes of artificial ones.
2: <laughs> I, okay, you ready Nobody for Nobody gets, you know, for, right. does anybody really, and I know it's kind of a cool thing to do, but I mm. know there's places that sell them, so people actually do, I know, get real Christmas trees, but why? Why?
1: Because they're real.
2: No. Stop it. You can get, you can get uh, professional grade artificial Christmas trees that look great and last it, forever. If you wait a couple of if you the wait the smell stop it. Jason Buttrell's joining us air, now by the <laughs> way. aerosol spray cans of the see, house you jump the, the smell. <laughs> yeah.
1: The smell. That's totally why you do it. <laughs> no, the smell. They, have, the, it's they have Christmas the little, otherwise. They just use pine Sol. Thank you.
6: Pine salt. Does it smell a c- like your grandma's house, like year round.
1: It's medicine-y pine, but yeah, it's still same pine. Thing. Same thing. I hang those little, uh, those little Christmas tree air fresheners. Yeah, you know, thank the, you. those all over the place. Thank
2: you. That's one. Of, that's like four ornaments on those right. trees. Uh,
1: Come I do. On. I do have at least three artificial Christmas trees still in the boxes in the closet. Oh, there you
2: go. So you're making money
1: left and right because. After after the holiday, Walmart knocks the price good, down like
2: seventy five percent. I know you can get great prices, but the problem is they don't necessarily. They're not the exact ones that are you know really nice. Oh, no, they're not nice
1: out. ones. I thought I mean, these are like disposable. Because the only ways I'm buying them, only way I buy them, I get them like eighty ninety percent off. Yeah. And I'm like, we'll have them there for something. And,
6: and they ain't like the old days. Like the old day Christmas, like artificial Christmas trees, they had like a little tiny little base and you, you like oh yeah, grandma yeah, yeah. No, had you like wedge like 12 rocks in there. <laughs> but always lean to yeah. one side no matter what. And right. so like granddad came up with a cool idea to put a wire, like hang it, you know, so it like supported so <laughs> <tie that> properly. <laughs> Just tie that on the curtain rod. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And, but, but now they're like, they're all scientific. They pop right up. They got the uh, lights on there. I cannot believe we're
1: talking. The pre-litter really right cool. Now. Well, my wife wanted to put up decorations, but let's move on. <laughs> one of the reasons I uh, <laughs> wanted to have Jason stop in today is to talk about uh, Rod Rosenstein. This what is what's going on?
6: H- how is it, what's crazy about this news cycle is that this story, in my opinion, should it's be like, all over the number place, one biggest out everything. there. And I it's, know
1: it's way down the list. It sure is way <clears throat> down the list. Man. So
6: it's like so, I don't think
1: most people understand it, and myself included. I get pieces of how he's connected, but I don't get the whole story.
6: Yeah. So on. So this started blowing up around Friday when the time. Times piece came out when uh, they hinted at that or alleged that he had discussed invoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment, and that he had said something about putting on a wire uh, to, to to catch uh, Trump to saying catch something
1: Trump. that would trigger the Twenty Fifth Amendment right or people to speculate. Is there any proof that that actually happened, so, or it just was reported in the Times?
6: So, well, yeah. So sources, okay. You know, okay. So, but so this this is where this reporting gets even sketchy. So this this came out on Friday. Well, Monday. This uh, article, like it escalated, and I think it was the first came out in Axios. So Axios reported that he was on his way to the White House. He was going to either get fired or he was going to resign, something either or. And then it like, so this is, now think about this in when we get to the end of this story, because all of this is going to play into what I think Trump should do on this. Okay. So then it started getting bounced around in multiple news outlets. Like NBC News was like, no, nah, like Rosenstein, we are unnamed sources. He would never do that. He would never resign. So that's not what he's doing. Oh, he must be going to be fired, right? That's so he everything. must be getting fired. And then other sides were right. saying he must going to be resigning. Back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> okay. Everyone's escalating. So, so, meanwhile, he's actually at the White House meeting at this point. Everyone speculating yeah, a couple days what's ago, right? Two,
2: two days ago, he had the big inside meeting with Kelly, right?
6: Well, so that, so that, they, I believe that was on, uh, that was right after the article, like over the weekend, I believe. He had a right. phone conversation with Kelly. And so it is now confirmed that they did discuss in some form Rosenstein <laughs> oh, actually stepping down and, and resigning. But they said that they didn't have all the facts. They wanted him to come in. So that meeting is going to happen on they, Thursday. On Thursday. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, made an official statement yesterday. She didn't, like, put down anybody's concerns. She was actually like, oh, yeah, they're going to have a meeting. They're going to talk. It was the ultimate cliffhanger. She didn't give any other updates. So everyone's just kind of on pins and needles. Now, this is the thing. So this, this – uh, the only way – the reason this came out was because a few high-level FBI officials made notes about this. And these notes – and what I'm talking, what I'm referencing is the Twenty Fifth Amendment and the wearing the wire thing. Okay. Those are what leaked to the New York Times. Now, one of the those officials was Andrew McCabe, the now fired, deposed, right. absolute enemy of Trump at this point. So you can see why Trump is maybe not he, he's got he's got a got a reason not to believe this. One, Andrew McCabe. Two, the media, which is you know a big scapegoat to him, and they have they they want to push a firing or a forced resignation on this. Now, that's why I think that the president should stay away from this. I really do. I I think he should stay away from this. If, they, if he fires or forces a resignation. There's no way he looks good in this, right?
2: No way or whatsoever. Or benefits.
6: He doesn't benefit aside
1: from the media. Yeah. Not at
6: all. Not at all. So, th- I mean, what he should do is stay away from this, go ahead and have the meeting, then make the scapegoat, the guy that now everyone knows was not doing a good job, who has been fired, Andrew McCabe, make him the scapegoat, say this is all on him, and then this is, again, faulty, you know, fake news. This is mm-hmm. all the media out to get Trump. Play it like that. Then you politically come out of this okay on the other side. But if you fire him, what happens in November if Democrats take the House? Mm -hmm. This is number one issue. Like They already have enough that I, I think if they take it, they're going to push for impeachment. I don't know if they'll get get it, but I think they are going to. But this is more ammunition. This will will move right up to cause number one for them. Yeah, it's
1: just uh, overwhelming circumstantial evidence for the case for impeachment, right? But there's so much of it that they've been able to establish that's circumstantial, so to speak, that they'd be able to push for something. And we've already seen – the rumors are that if they take over the House – They will go big with investigations, not just on Trump, but on everything, everything that they have questioned over the past couple of years. It's going to be. Let's see how many people we can haul before Congress and have an investigation. This is this is this is their absolute plan this fall. So so here you have um, Rosenstein, who is the um, deputy attorney general. Yeah. Now, the interesting part of this is, okay. so let's see. Let's say he goes. How does this how does this look in the media? If he resigns, Trump forced him out. Or he couldn't work with him because Trump is so bad, dot, dot, dot. Mm. If Trump fires him, Trump's so bad, dot, dot, dot. Then there's Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, who Trump has had issues back and forth with. Multiple. So now they will get to say the um, Justice Department is, is out of control, right? I mean, he has targeted the Justice Department. There's nobody left who's running it.
6: I know everyone does not. I know a lot of Trump supporters do not like uh, do not like Rosenstein. I get that he was the one that's he's yeah, yeah. over the Russia investigation. They want the Russia investigation over. I, I I get that, but the best situation to come out of the, to, to go forward is Rosenstein stays in place. There's rumors that he w- his reputation was improving with the president. They were able to have a working relationship, and it was it was going forward. That uh, I, there's no there's no better solution than for him to stay where he's at. Right, because if he goes, if, and even if Trump is 100
1: percent innocent, and they present evidence black and white. He, I mean, proof that he really was not involved in anything with Russia whatsoever, they will say, because you got rid of Rosenstein, right? Rosenstein, he's done. He's- right.
6: And actually, and everything's trending towards them not finding any evidence on him. Right. That's, sure is. Look, at the, look at the way it's going now. With, with the Mueller investigation, there was nothing tying collusion to the president. In fact, they even changed nothing.
1: their verbiage. Initially, it was collusion, right? And then it was lies. And then it was, you know, all the... They're not... When's the last time they've really said Collusion. It's I've, not there. Not yeah, it's in a not long there. time.
6: I mean, it's like, been months. They're getting they're getting everybody into this investigation on lies. That's really the only pe- like besides Manafort. Everybody else that they've indicted has been for lies, mm-hmm. lies to the FBI. And, and
2: in fact, and the others are the yeah. the Russians. He's not going to do anything with them anyway, yeah. right? So that's it. I mean, he, he indicted the the Russians, right? And, that, and that's that was for show. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, nothing will come off of that. Yeah. It was
6: good to actually put names with faces and get actual concrete, you know, evidence and information on that. So I was glad to see that. But yeah, you're right. It's not like we're getting a, you know, they're not going to get shipped back to the United States right. for prosecution. But yeah, I, you know, I put all of this and I, I think I've been one of a kind of a lone voice uh, here in this building on this, but I, I think a lot of this comes down to Jeff Sessions. I, I actually agree really? with the president. I thought it was stupid for him mm. to recuse himself. Absolutely stupid yeah, when he recused himself. I've heard
2: that from other, from a couple other people, too, a couple other pundits. Uh, not as smart as you, of course, but right. Not as uh, smart as me. Definitely. Other pundits say. But that.
6: But, but remember the, the 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 scenario surrounding that that was just ridiculous. Th- what well, was, was
1: the setup to it? I can't remember why he even recused himself. So
6: he was questioned on his uh, if he had him. any contacts with Russian yeah, officials, which he
2: did before the before the. Uh, but it was
6: stupid. It was when he was still a senator. It was yeah. when he was like in his job, like in his uh, normal interactions with his job. Okay. Like he was seeing a gazillion other ambassadors. The Russian ambassadors happened to be one. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I didn't think that you meant that it was in my, you know, my a part as part of my job title as a right, senator." Right. But and then it was like another stupid thing. They were at a like a party or something like that. Oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, the Russian ambassador and a bunch of other ambassadors just happened but to be there. But they were all
1: in the same room, is what it was. But right. yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. But
6: everyone has been saying, it's "Oh, like, yeah," but he lied. He lied about it. I don't think he lied about it. Mm-hmm. I think he was just serious. Like this is inconsequential. It doesn't matter. But and the, and the president obviously thought the same thing. But he recused himself. Now, when once he recused himself, think about if he wouldn't have accused himself, then Jeff Sessions could have handled this directly with <laughs> Rosenstein. He can't do that now because this is part of the Russian right. that's tied to the Russian investigation.
1: So now it has to go to the president.
6: Right. now it has to go to the president. Now it's all on his shoulders. Before yeah. the president could have in the media and publicly could have been just like, "Look, this is this is all on this is Je- the DOJ and Jeff Sessions. He'll handle his house. I they are separate from me. I'm not going to butt into their business. If, if there's something crazy going now on, now he's them,
1: involved in the justice. Now he Department. has to. Yeah, that's all a good point. goes
6: down to the recu- uh, <laughs> uh, recusal that's every a really single good time.
1: Point. What do we know about uh, Rosenstein's uh, past or whatever? I mean, he's more on the left. Is Wait, he right? Worked for the Clinton. I mean, he, right? right. I mean, he was he's, a,
2: under the Clinton administration. He, I, I don't
6: know much about his past. Yeah, man. that's what I'm like.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He, he was. Uh, he was working in the administration under the Clinton administration. I got to find
1: out. Yeah, I'm just saying that or whatever. It's uh, it's a shame that you. Uh, maybe he's an upstanding guy. Maybe he's trustworthy. Maybe he's more biased. Whatever. Uh, but if you could get somebody, assuming he wasn't Rosenstein wasn't all that biased, if you could trust that there would be a certain level of him being unbiased with this, y- you absolutely can have confidence in locking the guy in and saying, "Do this, whatever." Especially knowing that they're, they're they haven't found anything I tell, and not likely to.
6: I tell you what, if 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 if, he, if 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 this if on Thursday if he resigns or is fired, which will be bad either way, I, I believe. But if he, but if it, it, he is, then the job will then go towards the Solicitor General, I believe. Um, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. It's Francisco something. Okay. Um, but he has come out publicly in the past supporting the president. Um, he's also been endorsed by Steve Bannon. Um, so this. Okay, then then everybody on the left says, "Ah, you got rid of him for this guy." Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But I I do think the Russia investigation would take a turn towards Trump's favor at that point. But sure. but politically, it would be so damaging that again, come November, it's all about in a few weeks in November.
1: That that's what this is all about. Oh yeah, I forgot about the bad timing politically of this because it was so caught up in the Kavanaugh thing. But exactly. Remember, it's six weeks from today, folks. The election is six weeks from today.
6: See, how is this like if if crazy. you? That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And you got to think all these things are timed. So it's not a coincidence that all these things are happening several weeks before. They like we're getting delayed through Kavanaugh. So, you know, they're trying to push it all the way up. And that could, that
1: could, that could play out. The Kavanaugh thing could easily play out another two weeks. Easily. I mean, oh, here you are. Yeah. Here it is. It's Tuesday, right now. She's not going to. Ford isn't going to testify until Thursday.
6: If then, if, even,
1: if then, gosh. So now you're at Thursday. Well, that gives you the whole weekend that they got to. They got to, you know, ch- chew on this a little bit. That's if Ramirez, Ramirez. doesn't come forward, and Avenatti's so, ghost and Avenatti's goes two people. One of those two is going to testify. So then that's another week, easy. Oh, I got to get to DC and work it out the same way Ford did. That's easy a week. Then you get into the following week because then it's the weekend. What if they both do? What if they both want to testify? You could be three weeks down
2: here. Yeah. Mid October. And that's if nobody else comes now forward. Looking, now, we're, now, now we're looking at, we're going to try to get this testimony in before our Thanksgiving break.
6: Right, right. What's a crack up? Is there not even I got to trying- vote
2: tomorrow. Let's hurry up and wrap this up. Yeah.
6: It's not even a secret that this is what they're trying to do. When you have your main witness, mm. Ford, or accuser Ford, saying that she can't make it to the hearing because she doesn't like to fly. Yep. Are you kidding me with
3: that? Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, she doesn't like to fly except for the surfing trip she makes in frickin' Hawaii right. every year. Give me a break.
1: Well, that's flying over water. That's different. Yeah, I guess you could be driving. <laughs> if the plane goes down, you just yeah, make a water good. landing. <laughs>
6: Be driving, you would just have to hold you know, your breath a long time. You know, you're on the
1: plane, and they're like, in case of a water landing. <laughs> <laughs> if we land in the water, it's not called a landing;
6: that's called a crash. Um, I, I just—they're I, students of history, just like everybody else. The last time this went in their favor was Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas, '92. That year, the following elections, just like now, was known as the year of the woman. The Democrats made sweeping gains, and also got us Dianne Feinstein. That's what they're looking for uh, out of this exactly what they're looking for for this. Wow.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, and they and look
6: how good she's been. But, oh, yeah. I mean. I but, can't imagine. But
1: they've stacked it. the deck, I mean, for months and months and months. Everything is how will this look, how will this look in November? I mean, that's their whole big push. Um, and they're hoping to have a big push in the Senate as well. That's the one-two punch of Kavanaugh as well. If for some reason you block him and you take over the Senate, then you're in good shape for a while, right? You just ride with eight, Kennedy was a swing vote, still more conservative than not. So it's going to go in your favor.
6: I'm just, you know, I, I'm just I'm marveling over the poli- just the political mastery of what the Democrats are doing with Kavanaugh. Because they've, they've got this into a situation where they win either way. If Republicans say screw it and they go ahead and confirm him, yep. then again, they're going to have that year of the woman. Uh, but if Republicans back down, think about what that does to their base. Like they've, already, like, they've already failed on multiple promises. <clears throat> the wall, the st- wall's still there. Obamacare, Obamacare is still there. Yep. Really, Supreme Court was what we had going for them. They were like, and hey, we got Gorsuch. Gorsuch. So, you got not, another chance. I
1: think the Republicans have an opportunity here. Now, Grassley's been pretty shrewd about, hey, yeah, come testify. We can do it in private. I mean, he's been fairly, they've really tried to gin that up. But they've done, the Republicans done a pretty good job staving that off. I think you, you let them take Kavanaugh down. You let them take them down and Trump comes out and goes on a six week rant of look at what they did to this honorable guy or whatever. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to give me even more votes in the Senate. Give me more votes in the Senate. And here's who here's the short list of the even more conservative people <laughs> and be done with. And it. you go even more conservative. You know what? That's We're going to punish idea. them with somebody even. What's her name? Amy Barrett. Right. Yeah. You go. They want a woman. Fine. You give me the Senate and I'm nominating Amy Barrett, let him try to stop that when we have fifty five senators in there. Yeah.
2: You can do mean, it you, now so he could just he can just <coughs> beat them up
1: up until the election. That's right. And you know what? Let's go ahead and keep the house I mean just go on an eight week tear. Look at what they did to this honorable guy.
6: Right. No one is safe though at this point. Like you, you could yeah. they, they, could nom- Trump could nominate Merrick Garland for crying out loud, and they would, com- they would come up with something like, "Oh my gosh, you mean that devil Gar-
2: I mean, Merrick no, Garland? Dare you? I mean, they, that, they reversed it with Jim, with Comey like that too, right? Remember when they everybody was <laughs> yes, Comey is right? horrible. Boy, He's good. Yeah. He's horrible. Oh, 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 wait, wait,
1: a
6: wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Well, that's what's so funny. They're so, so they, they seem to be so personally affected offended by Kavanaugh even before these allegations I mean personally like this is our line in the sand Gorsuch you should have had Garland and Gorsuch is even more conservative than this guy yeah oh my gosh incredible well we believe accusers right.
8: let we me get a uh accusers. We, <laughs> will be accusers.
1: we will not be divided we will not be let me get a break in and uh, remind you about Patriot Mobile. Sign up for a Patriot Mobile account today at PatriotMobile.com. Great company that provides amazing coverage nationwide and has great customer service as well. All you have to do is contact them at PatriotMobile.com. Or call one 800 patriot. It's 800-APATRIOT. Sign up for your account today. And they still have, for the next couple of days, their Constitution Day special that has been rolled over through the end of September. Nice. And that is your first month of service for just $17.87 cents. Look at your bill. What? Yes, exactly. Look at your bill. I'm betting it's a little bit higher than $17.87. First month of service, just $17.87. And they regularly have the best deals on um, data, text, and unlimited data and text packages. So sign up today, patriotmobile.com slash doc. Again, patriotmobile.com slash doc. This is a company that's out there fighting every day for the ideas and values that you have. It's the only non-progressive Telephone service provider in America. It's Patriot Mobile, patriotmobile.com slash Doc. The
0: Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson
1: uh jason buttrell uh i appreciate him coming in he always has great insight on that stuff but he, he mentioned something about uh, we played the ted cruz video earlier where they were what were they saying I don't know. We, Women believe should should be, we believe, survivors. We believe survivors. survivors they harassed him in a restaurant to the point that he and his wife got up and left and we've seen this before and uh, I, I think this is awful. I have No problem with you holding people accountable, uh, demanding questions and answers from your elected servants, and even shouting things at them. I'm fine with that. Um, but you've now crossed the line when you're in a, p- a private establishment, a yeah. private business when people are just trying to have dinner. Um, ha- have you no shame? Can you not just not be an ass? But Jason Buttrell mentioned mentioned something. Um, I saw the videos tweeted out by the organization. Right. Okay. The organization who did this—I don't even know who it is—they tweeted this out and were oh so proud of themselves, being being goofs. Yes, they were. Why did Alex Jones get kicked off of Twitter
2: for doing similar uh, but less than that? Yeah.
1: He 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 hollered at uh, what a reporter hey, and chased him, him down,
2: down. Right. He got him down. Chased uh, down. Remember, he was in front of. Uh, they were, oh, well, that was after. He did the Marco Rubio thing after. But he's been he's been doing that his whole career. Yeah. Is running down people and shouting at them in the streets and recording it and posting it. And now so that's wrong,
1: so he has to get kicked off. Right. But not in this case. Wow. Right.
2: And then we have, and then, you know, I mean, uh, if you thought Alex Jones was dead, I, I know uh, we talked about it in the afternoon yesterday. Uh, and I don't know that we mentioned it on this on this show yesterday. Is that uh, if you thought he was dead, <laughs> you you my friend were wrong. Now okay? they really hurt him because PayPal pulled the plug in ten days. Uh, have a nice
1: day. So got, we're gonna pull your plug in ten days. Got to find another
2: platform, right? right? So I mean, all the argument of you know they pulled all the social media and all the other platforms, but he's still at his website, Infowars and he could get you know he still had his subscribers to watch on InfoWars how do they pay for it and is he going to go knock door to door and collect the money going to mail it to him in an envelope no not in today's world no it's not going to happen that's that hurts him worse than the others do the yes, others actually does. may
1: have even helped him a little bit because he got to play victim but um and not that he isn't. He is. I'm just saying you're oh, the victim. But um but PayPal that's now you're hurting. That that really hurts. I this know. is this is reprehensible. And I it's not that we like Alex Jones or appreciate what he does. I would say this if they were doing this to anybody even far on the left. It doesn't matter to me. Hey, got to remind you about you Zone. We're talking about uh, the holidays coming up here. You know, Jeffy, it's coming up quick. I know it is. And that's always a challenge for all of us. And then after the first of the year, it's why I want to lose all the holiday pounds and it's a New Year's resolution. You know what? Start now with RidUZone. Just go to RidUZone.com. It's R-I-D-U. Zone. RidUZone.com. And buy their product. Bottom line, it works. It works great. It does two things that uh, will aid in your weight loss. Number one, it's going to make you feel fuller. So you're not going to eat as much. You start eating and you're like, Phew, I'm already full. Let me just go ahead and push myself away. And you're not consuming as much. Fewer calories going to be better for you for weight loss. And second of all, it boosts your metabolism. So you're burning more of those calories off. It works. Riduzone. Sign up today or call today and order the product. You don't actually have to sign up. It's not a program. It's uh, just a product you can buy. It's riduzone.com. You can just call and order, but you got to take it too, which was a bit of a failure on Chris Cruz's part. Because he ordered, but then he didn't take it. And I was like, does Do it work
3: that way? No, it's, it's not. you're it not just absorbing just it through it?
1: osmosis or something. <laughs> you don't get you to rub it on. I have it on the counter, and it's not uh, It's at all. It's affecting supposed to work that all. way. Just uh, go there today, riduzone.com, and purchase the product. Bottom line, it works. You're going to be so happy. Imagine two months from now being down 10, 20, 30 pounds. Riduzone.com. It'll help change your life. All right, more coming up, including a Building America segment on this, The Morning Blaze.
0: Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse
1: the older you get. Uh, you know, the actress. Uh, don't look at me. You know who the she, one. she know was. She's in the movie about is. the race car with the guy
2: from space. Yes. <laughs> she, just like, then they they did the she did the show a few years ago too. You know where they were in, the, the, they were in the office building and the they were trying to the, make and fun And they you. were out in the woods, you remember? <laughs> Right. I know exactly who she is.
1: She's got, Jake, the, got the hair. Jake Tapper talking about the Kavanaugh hearings with Jennifer Granholm. And she was um, uh, an attorney and a governor. Okay, here we have some audio with them uh, talking about Kavanaugh. Here we go. We have now four individuals who have come forward four. who are named by yes, uh, Professor Ford who are at that party. Mm-hmm. And all four,
6: Kavanaugh, Judge, uh, Smith, and her friend, uh uh, uh leland, leland kaiser have all said they don't remember anything mm-hmm. like this ever happened and huh. leland Kiles, kaiser who says she believes ford says mm-hmm. that she doesn't even remember ever being at a party where mm-hmm. yes. kavanaugh was present.
5: right and and that actually corroborates uh ford's story which is that
1: she, <laughs> she wait so uh, hold on back that up about five seconds um hey. Does corroborate still mean what I think it means? I, yes. It means, well, maybe like, not. Like validates your story. Maybe not. It, it like it goes along with, agrees with your story because they did not agree with her story. No, Those four people said the exact opposite. But Jennifer Granholm says it actually no, corroborates? corroborates. Okay, let me hear it. Let she?
5: Right, and and that actually corroborates Ford's uh, <laughs> story, which is that she was so horrified by this that she kind of snuck out or slunk out of this apartment in in a way that no one would know (laughs) what happened because she was so utterly mortified.
1: So
2: nobody knew. Uh, Nobody knew. Okay,
1: she's... Yes, it actually corroborates because she snuck out. She didn't want anybody to see her. Right. So what if they had SARS? That also corroborates. That corroborates too. It. It. That's one hundred percent corroboration so right there. Neither one, both of them corroborate. So no matter what happened, it corroborates 100%. the story. We believe. In fact, um, I saw that she was uh, out of town that entire month. She was in Hawaii. That actually corroborates that, corroborates that she was hiding the story out. That she was hiding because she didn't want anybody right. to know. Okay, nice. so it all corroborates. Wow. And Jennifer Granholm uh, is from where? She was a governor of. Uh, Governor remember. of uh, a state, looks like a hand, a mitten, uh, Michigan. Uh, oh, was it? right, Michigan. Oh. Oh, my gosh. And uh, and you're from Michigan, uh, Jeffy. Uh, I just slipped my mind where she was from. Yeah, Michigan. Jennifer Granholm. I don't know why it's important. The governor, it's the not people a, of it's, look, Michigan it's not imp- elected a, Jennifer Granholm.
2: A, it's not important what people have done in the past. We already know that that's a <laughs> to be. <laughs> What people have done in the past doesn't necessarily represent what they're going to do today and the future. I mean, because Granholm, you know, because <laughs> he's always bagging on Ohio. I'm just saying, you know. Worst state in the union. I,
1: I mean, we didn't, we don't have Granholm, you know. No, you don't. I, neither Michigan doesn't either now. Well, you did, though, and that's the past. You're right, though. I mean, Ohio has... Uh-huh. There's some uh, gaps in my memory. I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. There are some <laughs> gaps. I, uh, it's it's some 100% corroboration. I know, I know. It's an amazing yeah. guy. So, yeah, I mean, that's 100%
2: corroboration on the greatness of Ohio right there. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Okay, let's so uh, remind sad. you
1: about BlazeWildRice.com and the wonderful products, the edible memories from the Northwoods of Minnesota, the Northwoods of Minnesota, the home state of Keith Ellison. I guess we all have them, folks. I guess we all have those people, no don't kidding. we? You can't yes, get away from them whatsoever. BlazeWildRice.com. If you use the promo code HELP10, uh, HELP10, 10, help 10, they're going go to go donate 10% of your order to help the Nazarene Fund at Mercury One, which you can find more details at MercuryOne.org. But uh, Blaze Wild Rice, whatever you order, especially if you order the, uh, the five-pound bag or the eight-pound jug of wild rice, they're going to go ahead and give you 10% off your order. Again, tr- uh, help 10. Help 10 is the promo code you need to use. But they have all kinds of great stuff there whipped honeys and jellies. They're cinnamon whipped honey. Wow, that was amazing. That wasn't an activity, that was a product. Cinnamon whipped honey. Thank you. <laughs> Jeffy's like, oh, I love that show. When cinnamon whipped honey was amazing. <laughs> I was broke after a night that I was just kept giving him the dollars, and it was. BlazeWildRice.com. The products are great. The people are great as well. Um, they've had some trouble in the Northwoods of Minnesota because of all the inclement weather this year. So the harvest is a little bit off. Still have Ooh. the products, but it means things are going to be a little more a um, little more difficult for them. The profit margin is going to go down a little bit. And Jay and Lori at, at uh, Minestalgia have had some troubles too. So if you would, please oh, go sticks. to BlazeWildRice.com and help them out.
2: That's good.
1: It is. It is. But right. they're, they're good people and they're surviving, but they could use your help at BlazeWildRice.com.
8: Entrepreneurial spirit is to dream and to do. We are
0: building America.
1: Amber McDonald joining us now. Hey, Amber, how are you? Amber, how are you?
8: Good. How are you? Good morning.
1: Doing well. Amber is CEO of Indemnus. Am I promoting? What did you just call me? Indemnus? Yep. <laughs> Indemnus.
8: <laughs>
1: Tell us what Indemnus does. What does your company do?
8: So we do UAV recovery systems and we're making it possible to fly commercially over populated areas
1: to make it. Uh, give me that again.
8: We're making it possible to fly commercial drones over populated areas.
1: I love you. I I love you. Oh, this is going to open up a whole world of possibilities. I want, for I want
2: that to happen as soon as possible. I want to be able to type on my Amazon website, do you want the product now? Yes. And, and wherever I, and you I, and I, are. And I want to hear in your hands. the package drop, drop in at your... my front door.
1: So I mean, Amber, are we going to get to a point where I could be at a, base, a kid's softball game and have a cup of coffee delivered right to me or a pizza or anything?
8: I mean, if we have anything
2: to do with it, that's so. Let me ask you a question: When, when you're what, what, what exactly are you doing? Because there's frustration points with so many companies because a you've got FAA approval to get right. You've got to be able to fly. You've got to be able to fly in the zones that they're telling you to fly in, and you've got to be able to have a place to recharge the drones that aren't going to be, uh, you know. you don't want people uh, attacking them, ripping them apart, hurting them, that kind of thing. And they've got to be able to have some sort of uh, minor warehouse to pick up the products that are available to be delivered.
8: So we solved the regulatory side of things, and the FAA has taken a proactive approach and said that, I mean, we all know that if a 20-pound hunk of metal falls out of the sky and it hits you, it's not just going to hurt you. It's most likely going to kill you. That's yeah, going to be bad. And yeah, that's going to be bad, right, for everyone. And. So we are able, they've basically said that prove to us that you can put a device on a drone that brings it down at a level of impact energy that's acceptable and is not going to seriously injure somebody. And so indemnics has solved a technical problem that has been around for forever. The dynamics of multi-rotor aviation are very different than fixed wing. Right. So you can't put a standard parachute on a drone and expect it to work. If you attach the parachute lines to yeah, any part of the drone. just get cut of off. You're drone, done.
2: Yeah, it's over. Yeah.
8: yeah it's going to wrap right up in there. So what we do is we actually move the attachment point away from the drone with a technical product that we've created and prevent it from entangling and allow the parachute to open up properly. So we provide the safety solution to be able, essentially the seatbelt or the airbag for the sky, and we are able to effectively bring it down 100% of the time.
1: Wow. That's really good. How does it work? Are you allowed to explain how it works anymore? Can you go without getting the proprietary stuff?
8: Absolutely. So we have created a tube and we invert that tube, put a parachute inside of that and when we deploy our system, so it's deployed autonomously based on software, if it detects that your drone has failed, it will deploy. There's also a manual deploy button. Um, But if Essentially, it launches the parachute. As it inflates that tube, it launches it at 90 miles an hour and 30 milliseconds. And then that tube actually stays inflated to 30 PSI. So think of all the pressure in your car right. tire. So, and it is a stick, essentially, on the drone that it creates.
2: So are these uh, retrofitted on all drones? Or do you have a deal with uh, you know, a specific drone manufacturer? How's that work coming out?
8: So, Currently, we, we are retrofitting them, and we produce nice. for DJI, DJI drones, Inspire 2, M200, 210, and M600. And those are our current models that we're working on.
2: And so your deal with the drone manufacturer is going to have really nothing to do with the drone manufacturers having a deal with whatever company wants the products delivered.
8: Yeah. Correct? No, it, that has nothing to do with right. it. Right, 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 What makes it sort of novel and unique is
2: it does make uh, it does make a difference on how how much does it affect the landing and uh, the taking off with your if it's retrofitted with your product.
8: It doesn't affect it at all. We operate without limitation in all areas of flight envelope. It takes it's a little bit over a pound, so it's not much heavier than any of the cameras or other wow. pay- payloads that you put on it. Um, but really what sets indemnics and the nexus apart is for example, CNN went and got approval to fly over people. They did it on a one pound, four ounce drone that falls apart. It's made of magnets and it falls apart on impact. Oh. it has very limited capabilities you can't use that for commercial surveying and the biggest thing is that i can't go buy that drone off the shelf and apply to the faa and say that this is safe to fly over people because they spent millions of dollars on the safety case and the data that went into it so what we're doing is we are providing that to our customers and we're going through the process of doing the engineering data doing the impact studies and proving that you know on an inspire 2 i can bring this down at six point eight miles per hour if it fails, and that's not going to hurt you. You know, crashing into cadavers, things like that.
1: This is this is really smart. This is uh, you guys have carved out a nice niche here, boy. No kidding. And you can expand this. This this could be gargantuan for you. So, how did you get this idea? What's the background of your you and your team?
8: Yeah, we're six founders from Alaska. We were in the film industry, and we actually started as drone operators flying for film and realized that we had tested every system that was currently on the market for parachute recovery systems and found that they didn't work. So we came up with an idea and decided (laughs) to develop our own.
1: So uh, that's smart. You realized there was a problem. You said there's a need here. And I love when Jeffrey brought up whether or not you retrofit because then you're not beholden to... You know, anybody in particular, you don't have to worry about those type of contracts. Uh, but, but yet the door is open to do certain deals with people, and then the technology goes from there. And then if there's anything that's proprietary that you can license, I mean, it just opens up from a business standpoint, so many options.
8: Well, and the reality is, is that drones affect virtually every facet of business. They're yeah. going to be used for commercial operation. It's just a matter of of when really. And, you know, 10 years ago, you never would have thought you'd be carrying around a mini computer to your attached to your body at all times, yep. but we do. So,
1: so, <laughs> so what's, what's the future? How far are you in this process? Is the technology, have you already fully developed it and you're ready to go? Do you have to do a little more testing? Where are you out in the process?
8: So technology is developed, we're ready to go. We are currently going through our testing process with the FAA. Um, we've been working Hand in hand with big industry leaders writing the standards through an ASTM committee over the last two years, and that actually passed on September 1st. How's that? Yeah, okay, so So
2: that's done, right?
8: Yeah, there's a mechanism for us to point to and say, we meet this standard, and this is why we believe that it's safe. So we're going through that process now.
1: Okay. How long is that? Do you have any idea how long that takes?
8: Well, we're all, we're about three quarters of the way done with it. We need to do our third party validation and we hope to have that wrapped up in the next four to six months. So currently where we're at is we're, we have a Republic campaign going and we're raising money to further that process along. So we can create the best value for our shareholders when we do a series a
1: okay. And Republic is a crowd funder. Is that right?
8: Yes. Yeah. Republic.co slash indemnist.
1: Okay. And nice. so what we'll do is we'll tweet out a link to that as well. So people can find that so they can help, um, help, uh, help you succeed there if they want to. And again, it's
3: republic.co
1: slash indemnis. Yep. Okay, good. And indemnis is I N D E M N I S. Okay, good. Yes, All right. And, uh, so what is, re- uh, I'm not as familiar with Republic. Is that just another crowd force uh, sourcing or crowdfunding platform? Like some of the others we know.
8: Yeah, it's it's crowdfunding. I mean, you go on, you register, and you're able to contribute. I guess to multiple businesses within okay. the limitations that it gives you based on your income. I don't okay. know. I'm not familiar with the other sites. Okay,
1: yeah. I was just curious because I wasn't as familiar oh, yeah. with that. Awesome. Uh, so where do you go from here then? You just uh, once this is out, you just just go full bore trying to get people to use the technology, right?
8: Yeah, I mean one case at a time, and we take companies and be able to prove the safety case to the FAA that it can be done and it can be done safely and reliably and prove that out over time and slowly enable commercial flight over people. I mean, you got to think everything from infrastructure, inspection, agriculture, yep. medical delivery. It's not just Uber Eats, you know, where's my coffee?
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you, that's a great. I hadn't thought about the medical part of using drones if for, um, you know, someone's got a heart transplant. And you got the uh, the medical couriers. I mean, that would be really fast. You're not yes, stuck in would. traffic. Wow, Am. You got it. Seems like you have a bright future here, and I hope uh, hope you guys do really well. With no this. kidding,
2: I'd like to have that happen one hundred percent right now. If somebody were to come up to you right now, say <laughs> I don't know, uh, and offer you you know say two point five billion, would you would you say yes or would you walk away?
8: I mean, we're not idiots. We're not too proud to let them know maybe to
2: the right number. Nice. You're open to
1: negotiations if the deal was the right one. Is that right?
8: Absolutely. Who wouldn't be? Excellent.
1: Good for you, Amber. Great talking to you today. And we'll tweet out a link to that, so hopefully people will donate to you, okay? Thank you. Have invest, a, not donate. Invest. I'm sorry, invest. That's right. Thank yeah, you. The oh way to, excuse See, me. Invest. Excuse invest. me, invest in it. No, she's right about wow. that. She's right. That was my, my mistake. All right, Amber, have a great day. It's Indemnis, I-N-D-E-M-N-I-S, Alaska-based company, Indemnis, and it's a republic.co slash Indemnis if you would like to invest. That's, I uh,
3: think I would.
2: I would as well. That's that's huge. That's amazing how you could do something. I, I'm fascinated. And she, the, what, she, I mean, we're already like the, the, some of the rules that they passed the first of, the, you know, not mm-hmm. long ago. That's, you know, what their guidelines now. But she's not even worried about uh, some of the other things that, that mm-hmm. I was talking about because it doesn't matter to her. She just wants to make sure that the thing is safe to fly. And right, if, that's it, one if piece. something goes wrong, uh, her product will make it go to the ground without hurting someone duh right well and that's a rep- i didn't even know that was an issue
1: i mean I well i was it, about we, it
2: i did i hadn't this is this is like a, Well, i didn't even know they needed a, a cover over the light switch that was i could have caught right, which of is, that would have been a million right drops. which is that's right what's so cool about it that's, i know that's what i'm saying when i how many times i mean i've 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 i love this drone Delivery story and yep. what's happening to America around it. So I have been following it. Although you're right, like I said, I've, I've, they've discussed mm-hmm. crashing drones and you know what if it one falls into your yard or falls into your house. And not once did I pull an amber and go, oh, I should probably think of something to make that stop doing that. Exactly. And that's why well, amber I would is even... asking for investors, and I'm not.
1: Right. That's no. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, but I mean, okay, so. Automated self-driven cars. We we know, I mean, they're out there, it's coming, uh, it's just a matter of when and how big. So it right. might be 10 years, we're 90% there, it might be 50 years, we're 80%. We don't know, but we know it's coming. So you say to yourself, well, what would be a problem that I could solve? Well, most of us right. don't know the problem until we're there, and you're like, well, I was driving around in this automated car, and it turns out this is a problem. Right. They actually know one in the development. That's, I know necessity that's is the mother of invention, right? I know. <clears throat> What's not a problem is ordering TAC pack, signing up for a TAC pack, a tactical package. This is another cool idea. There's a lot of different monthly subscription packages out there for all kinds of different things. They're sure, and they're are. a great idea because um, you get that uh, little surprise every month that you know brightens your life, especially if it's something that you're really passionate about, about like tactical gear, which is TAC pack.
2: It is. It is a. It's a. It's a special kind of thing when uh, you know you you know that you have it coming. Uh, every month and then you forget about it and then you get home and it's been a month and there's your package it's yep. like oh nice
1: yep i love it and the nice thing about tack pack is you can cancel at any time that's that's the key right there if you've got a company that's like hey sign up for you know two years or a year great what if i fall on hard times next month i mean it's only 49.95 a month for TACPAC. But man, when you get fired or you're counting pennies, you're down on your luck, you got an extra bill or something, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, right? Forty nine ninety five. you can cancel any time. So sign up for a month or two or sign up somebody else you know. I mean, paying the first month or two, right? You don't just sign them up. Hey, Pete, I think you'll (laughs) like this. Pay the bill. I signed you up for a year or two. It'd be great if business worked that way, right? Sign people up for it, and you got to pay for it. It's TACPAC.com. Tac is in tactical. T-A-C. Pack is in package. Tacpack.com.
0: This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, the Blaze Radio Network. truly diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with
1: Doc Thompson.
3: Oh,
1: righty. That is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned protesting is easy when you just have to sit down. Anyone can protest then. My protesters to march actually did something. We used to get out there and earn our protesting badges. Back, Back in the day, we learned that Jennifer Granholm was the governor of Michigan the state Jeffy's from. We learned if you're the dean of a law school, you should probably be concerned with the law. Amen. And school. We learned I love my wife too much to put up Christmas lights. I love her too <laughs> much, Jeffy. I value our marriage way too much. Finally, we learned that Oprah looks great. She's lost a lot of wellness.
2: She's lost a lot of wellness.
1: Jeff, uh, Jeffy Fisher, what, if anything, did you learn today? You almost called
2: me Jeff Cruz. I did, almost. Yesterday did. you called me Brad. Brad Cruz, I mean, what if anything did you learn today? Again? I learned that, uh, you know, Christmas, it's too early to put up Christmas lights. Yes. Right? And it also causes divorce. So, I mean, it, it's a learned a couple of things. That's about it. And I also learned, I didn't know that tinsel used to be made out of lead. Are we sure it's not anymore? Ooh, no, we're not. They, they say, say it's, it's they plastic. They say it's not, gotcha. Yeah, they say it's plastic. plastic
1: All right, so. Mordecai, Spin of the Dials, radio style in Dallas, Texas morning. What of anything did you learn today?
0: I learned that my mom was the only one that liked my drawings in elementary school. Everyone else lied. You just found this
2: out? Just I found just found figured that figured out. That out. Oh, interesting. All right, what of anything did I the listeners know. learn today? Uh, at Sleave Me Alone learned uh, the liberal snowflake protesters, would you like to go out to eat with your significant other while a herd of jackholes surround you and chant $20 is $20, <laughs> same as downtown? I mean, that's kind of funny. That would be funny. That's kind of funny. That would be funny. And uh, a drone delivery is geek porn by it really uh, is millennial falcon uh, fascinating that talk uh, Thompson may be able to order a pizza at the ballpark and a drone is going to drop in his lap it in will.
1: not just there everywhere everywhere I am every second of the day I want a pizza boop here it is boop here it is until we get teleportation I'm going drones <laughs> oh my gosh I just realized I didn't get to those new numbers on procrastination oh no um, but the good news is I think we can get to him tomorrow we should have plenty of time to get to him tomorrow what else do we have coming up tomorrow on the show
2: your guess is as good as you
1: mine. You asked me earlier, and I told Your you. Your guess is as good as mine. Chef oh, yeah, Patrick. You got, the,
2: you got the food guy
1: on. The food guy is on. Great. What the is Glenn have chef, coming up coming up on his guy. program? I don't know. I,
2: I, you know what? I haven't even seen
1: Glenn today. And what is? Heck, I don't even know if he's here. Okay. What is... Well, you, then you don't know what he's wearing either. Well, that ruins the I mean, if he's not experience. here, he's not wearing it. Tell you what. Let me get a... Uh, just wrap this thing up here. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Dylan production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are, I don't
0: count you all. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag WhatILearnedToday.